0: That one driven, deep right field, There could go. Gone for Morgan Chris And Vincent Chamberlain. That ball. Going to the wall, Chamberlain the second for this first hit, about in second, going to third. for his first hit of the season. So, and the pitch. That one swung deep to left. And that one's gone! Sammy Seaman with a three-run shot. And the Warhawks take the lead. It's giving her time. Welcome into episode 17 of Podcast on D DSHOT. Um, today we got a, another fellow podcaster in Darren Rita on the program. Darren, thanks for joining me. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me. Appreciate it being on.
0: So let's kind of just talk about kind of your podcast, like what what do you kind of aim with it and who have you had on or what's
1: yeah no I go I, so for for me and my show it's it's guest-driven um, it's a guest-driven show detox it's live every Monday night at 6 p.m. Uh, over on YouTube and then posted the next day on Tuesday on uh, Spotify Apple music Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to uh, you listen to that kind of stuff so um, I kind of started it now I think I started it in the summer of 2019 we're coming up on a two-year anniversary of the show I think we're ninety something episodes in, so we're almost to episode one hundred, um, and I think it kind of started because I wanted to just get to learn from from other people, hear different perspectives, and I always enjoyed just kind of shooting shooting the shit with my homies like outside of campfires, bonfires that time of year. So um, that's kind of where it sprang from. I was like, you know what? Why don't we uh, why don't we capture some of this? And it progressed from just having your friends on to having some bigger and more prestigious guests, which I enjoy
0: having. So you talk about having your friends on. So like, do you kind of there's a, there's some girl from Tremper that currently goes to Whitewater and has a pretty massive YouTube following. That like I ask her friends or parents or anybody related or like awkward stuff like awkward stuff like that. Do you ever get like that or do you get?
1: We do stuff. Yeah, we do stuff. Like, who who are you referencing? Is that Hannah Stone? Uh, Hannah Stone, is
0: it? Uh, some girl named Cora. It probably is. Cora?
1: Probably okay. is. Well, I know, uh, I only mentioned Hannah Stone. She's, uh, I don't know if she's from this area or not, but I know she was dating uh, Tristan Jazz, who's mm. from this area, and so she has a little bit of following as well. Um, but yeah, we do some fun stuff. So on my YouTube channel, I have my own media company, which kind of encompasses both the, the podcast, um, my, all my professional music, and then um, at, along with basically anything other... Like, any other media endeavors I do. So we've done music videos, uh, challenge videos. We do fun. We do, like, regular YouTube stuff as well, like tier lists, um, silly videos, vlogs, all that kind of stuff. So nothing's off the table with, with the channel.
0: So what kind of music?
1: Uh, it's, it's hip-hop, pop-hop okay. music. So we do uh, we do all of that. Are right. you getting unnatural now that he's taking pictures? Or I nervous? don't know. I don't know. I'm Camera just
0: letting, yeah, letting so Ramchek do his can't, own can't thing. Dance. He's
2: a rapper, but he's never met me. So.
0: Oh. Maybe okay. you should have a rap off.
2: That's what Mike, I know. I asked to Mike, do a freestyle, but he got free. Mike was saying he was trying to get
1: me to, to freestyle on the show. I don't know if that's gonna happen though. So. Oh. Yeah, Yes, shot. Why did you bring it up?
0: Um, you <laughs> played your basketball career at Wilmont. You, um, any other sports that you played? Played at Wilmont or?
1: Yeah, I played soccer as well, um, and I, I enjoyed that. Uh, I wasn't quite as serious. Into
0: was that it. that? that uh, what's his face? Do they call him Papa Tim?
1: No,
0: I. Uh, Is that I, who it was, I, was or like? Sorry, I was before him. With okay. With uh,
1: I was with uh, Coach McGinn. He's a really good guy. Okay. I, I can't speak for the other one. I've heard not so great things, but I can't speak for it. I've never, never really interacted with him much other than a couple of conversations.
0: Okay. Um, you said you played basketball at Rock County, and tell the interesting story about your assistant coach that voted you not not voted you MVP.
1: Oh, yeah, so it wasn't my assistant coach. There was um, the way that the voting works in, in, that, um, in that division Don't is that like, all, the, all the different coaches vote for who the player of the year is going to be in each conference. Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. one of the coaches didn't like me much because it was late in the game and we were already winning. And he kept he kept saying and complaining I didn't have a left hand. He was upset that I was scoring on whoever was guarding me. <laughs> and so I I went strictly to the left then for like the next couple of plays and scored every single time wow. and, and pointed at the coach with my left hand as like I thought we were like you know it was a joke like we're jabbing. Back so was this forward. an opposing coach? Yes, yes, it was an opposing. I coach. thought this was like a no. no, okay. my coach would have would not would not have tanked my score like that. That would have been really really shitty on his part. But no, it was um. All the coaches get together towards the end of the year. Actually, I don't even know if they get together. I know they just send in their votes, and they get to pick, like, five or something people, and, like, based on where you are, you get that many points. Mm-hmm. And so one of the coaches, like, put some random player at the one in his voting so it would tank mine, and so he'd tank my squad, and i lose the MVP wow. by one vote in my really, conference. That was horrible.
3: So
0: who was in this conference? Was it
1: It's it's all the, the two-year UW schools. So UW, Waukesha, Baraboo. Barron um, County. Um, yeah, Baron, Richland Center. Yeah, so all those smaller schools.
0: And, okay, um, so it's not like what's all Junkos, all what's yeah. is the Bryant Straddon? No. Is that a that Junco or what? I don't know.
1: We didn't play them, so I don't. Okay. Can't speak on it. But I, I don't know, know if that's
0: um, a Junco or not. Jt Gritsmacher has them going pretty well. The former Whitewater men's basketball assistant.
2: My my only UW bad. I have a couple UW Waukesha basketball stories. Um, three on three tournament when I was a freshman. And we won with a guy named Chris Ponowitz Pony. Very, cool. Very good. This, I mean, dude, this was like, I'm so much older than you. This was like 01, okay. 02. But I thought like, yeah, I'm pretty good at basketball. I can hang with these guys. And I totally tried out, because mm-hmm. I played in high school. And uh, I held my own in all aspects, but my thing is that I can shoot. And it was like jitters, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I made, I think I made one shot. I didn't make any threes. Yeah. But my thing is kind of threes. Yeah. So, that makes it top then. But it was like, hey man, I tried out. Yeah, you can't. A lot of people are too afraid to do that.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's important to even be able like willing to take that step. And I'm now sure. I just like
2: I go to the wellness center in Burlington and work out and play basketball. I mean, you we should play basketball sometime. My threes are ridiculous. Like I'm I'm starting to work on like you're Steph Curry with the shot. I'm starting like, to work Steph. on like Steph Curry and like Dame <laughs> Lillard range. You know, like a little bit further That's than it. yeah. Like, it's not that hard. Like, I thought it was going to be harder. Mm-hmm.
0: At least at least it's not... Uh, Especially if
2: you work out right before. Once you get your legs under you,
1: it's, uh, it's a very doable range. So, like yeah, well, let's talk about it. I mean,
2: it's very interesting that you, junior college basketball, you grew up in Twin Lakes.
1: Yeah, yeah. How did
2: you get your start? And why do you love basketball? Like, how young were you when you got into basketball?
1: You know, I, I actually played football mostly growing up, and then it was like around fifth or sixth grade, I think, is when I... Uh, first got to play basketball all my friends had already been doing it and I think it mostly kind of happened because my family's never like had a lot of money and football is a little bit more expensive than basketball is and uh, and and so I was playing I was playing like football and baseball growing up and then got into basketball because my parents were like why don't you just try this I really loved it and then they were like okay so you kind of got to do one or the other we don't got the got the funds for that or if you know you're gonna have to start helping out or something and I was in you know sixth grade so it wasn't gonna happen um and and honestly I'm sure they would have figured out a way to swing it if I really wanted to but I was kind of already past uh, the football um aspirations and wanted to just kind of take it? my hand at training basketball the so then I um I started just training every single day I was the worst player on my team um and for the next several years me and one of my friends um,
0: like so are you saying like worst play, player on your team like did you ever get past the ball because I was in a <laughs> like, did I was, you a, like, I was like, in a, a recplex wreck. league once and um not until like a couple of games left in the season it was just like they'd finally decided to pass me the ball and <laughs> oh it was my just God. like yeah, that's they funny. forgot I was on the team like, you might as well
2: just kill my dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah see so I, I wasn't no I wasn't like do you I a bot, do you, like, damn do you have a bottle opener. I'm sorry. Do you have
0: my I have no. I probably do somewhere, but do I don't know where in I'm in my, my Mouth or
2: I'll, I'll find it. Just keep going, guys. I don't sorry. think
0: it would be keep anywhere.
1: Going, cut it. <laughs> it um, no, I, I wasn't like I, I I still got to play. I had some great coaches growing up that, that taught a lot about hustle and, and, and work ethic. So I, I kind of just worked my way.
2: Excellent, excellent, Darren. Now D Rita, where did that come from? Because or is it detox? Is mean, the name of your podcast?
1: Detox is the name of my podcast. People will call me Darren or d Rita. It's
2: fine. It. Why did you choose Detox? Um, Was that a hard process?
1: We actually, there's an unreleased episode on my podcast that I'm saving for, in I don't even know when, um, that uh, we filmed when, we first, when I first started getting my equipment for it. Where we tried to figure out the name, and that was the whole premise of the first episode of the podcast, was figuring out the name of the podcast. And I bet, yeah. Well, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, and so the, the, um, somebody had thrown out... Possibly calling it um, detox, as like detoxing from like the weekend, and we were doing it on Monday nights. And really? Throws, we're, I'm literally hosting it and having. It's like all my friends were celebrating me finally getting the studio and
2: everything, and, and so. We're, and this was 2019, 2019, 2019 early 2019. Okay. Like mid-summer. It's funny that you say detox because that wasn't the first thing I thought of, but I was also like detox, detox. I thought of it.
1: Yeah, and so we. That's where we were at. For a minute, and then um, someone else throughout uh, talks, potentially. And so... Um, and We're they're, having a, <laughs> having a, they're having
2: a dispute about... <laughs> he's puking <out> of this. <laughs> they're having a dispute about the bottle opener still.
1: Um,
2: this grown man, who's 28 and lives alone, and has his own house, does not have a bottle opener. But that's... an We'll talk about that later, but... Yeah, yeah go ahead, go ahead. 20, Keep going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just water out. <laughs> what are you doing, dude?
1: That was
2: a <laughs> he, I don't understand what that means, but keep going, Darren.
1: So basically, we ended up we ended up sticking with detox. And uh, donuts. And it, uh, it ended up just sticking. It just sounded right, and, and so we phrase every every podcast is like D, so it's D as in like me, basically. D it. talks with, and then whatever
2: the guest. Oh, okay. Are. So it's D with. Is oh, podcast. I like that. It's yeah. kind of like uh, sets it up as. Where you can include the other person's name in the title yeah. when you're promoting it. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't always have to be Detox. Yeah, exactly. Episode 7. Yeah. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones is
1: episode
2: 2. So when you say the word we, who is we?
1: Um, I, I, You know, i got to stop saying we so much. I had, to, I used to work with a lot of people um, that wanted to... Where where did you work? Um, with So, like, in founding my uh, my company and
2: starting... What year did you found the company, I guess? In 2019. So at the same, you did this all, all this stuff at the same time.
1: Yeah, around all around the same time, um, and uh, I had a lot of people that were wanting to take part in it and and have try their hand at some certain things. So with my media company, um, as I was explaining earlier, it kind of encompasses everything that I that I do media. So if that's you know Twitch streaming, YouTube.
2: You need to just go buy a bottle opener. You need one anyways. <laughs> we'll be talking still. Like go five minutes away and buy a bottle opener. Like
1: podcasting, music, all that stuff. So I had a lot of people working with me. And now, um, uh, you know, through relationships, you know, sometimes, sometimes it falls out. Sometimes people don't work right. And so. Um,
2: right, exactly.
1: Just, yeah, just part of the ways a lot of people. So now it's just pretty much me. My well, partner you're, helps out. And then oh, I have nice. One, I have one artist that's, he, he records music and releases music under my
2: label. So. Wow, wow. Yeah. But, I mean, what, where's the entrepreneurial spirit? I mean, did you. You just knew you liked media and wanted a media company, and you wanted to do several things, but I mean, like, people that are 21 years old, you were 21, right? 22, yeah. But when you started it? I was uh, 20, I believe. You, but 20-year-olds don't just start their own companies. so did was there just no risk, or did you have any money? Did you need any money? So
1: I was, bar, I mean, I was bartending um,
2: in Lake Geneva, which is Where? good money, at the Maxwell Mansion. Oh, wow. Okay, Hogs is my, I'm kind of a legend at Hogs. Oh, okay. Me and my buddy Matt Roush, shout out Matt Roush. He just had his first baby, um, baby Olivia. Hey, Matt and Stacy, how you doing? They live in Alcorn now. He's from Burlington. Cool. We tear up the dance floor at Hogs. Oh, yeah. And it's a, it gets a little weird, like how good we are. And like men are afraid to talk to the girls that are dancing with us. But yeah, but I'm rocking the, the wedding ring the whole time. So it's like, you can't have me. You may want me, but you can't have me. But look how good I am at dancing.
3: Like
2: and I'm white. Yeah, and I'm dancing the, the rap jams. Gotcha, you, gotcha. You. So it's, it's a, quite the scene. I bet it is. If you, right. if you... I'll <laughs>
1: check
2: it out. I, uh, well, if we become friends, I mean, we're going to do stuff like that. So, um, But anyways, uh, so you're working at Maxwell Mansion, making good tips, I'm sure, from rich Chicago people
1: some money, so I was just taking anything I made through that, um, as well as I, I worked for the school that I was playing basketball at, as like a, uh, in the fitness center and stuff, so I, I had money, and I was wanting to do something like that, my parents owned uh, a small pizza
2: place when I was growing up. So you you saved some money, basically?
1: Yeah, I saved
3: some money, I, I just put everything
2: that I have into it. Yeah, that's amazing, I mean, I, I'm a person that does that kind of stuff too, um, because you believe in it, right? You're passionate about it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So it seems like you kind of got your passions, you got your basketball, you got your sports, you got your uh, media, you got your music, podcasting. Um, would you care, you talk about a girlfriend, would you care to speak anything about your personal life, the, your family, do you have any brothers and sisters, how are your mom and dad, yeah, my, my, uh, my where are they all from, they yeah.
1: My parents, like I mentioned before, they used to own Big Al's Pizza.
2: Oh, really? Wow. I've been there once, and it was, like, really good pizza. But then they closed. Yeah, they, um, What happened?
1: It was, uh, you know, I don't, I can't speak on all of it, because I don't know all the details. So your dad was Big Al? Uh, he tech, well, he's Mike, but Big Al, he bought it from Big
2: Al. And who's Big Al? Your grandpa?
1: No, he, uh, he was just, my dad was working, like, three jobs when I was growing up. One of them was delivering pizzas for Big Al's, and then, um he uh got into talks with the owner Al at the time and uh ended up coming into you know ended up buying it.
2: Into but your it. dad was never Big Mike. No, no one ever called. him Or Mike. was he People I mean, no would
1: call him Mike. People, people would call sometimes when I'd be working there and they'd be like is Mike in today? And if you said no, they like, I'm not ordering. Today. So
2: but would, but and there was there was never a little Al involved. It was always Big you Al. You
1: know what's funny is actually one of my friends, <laughs> my it was like one of my friends who we're still friends to this day. He got his first job at Big Al's. Uh, his name is Alex, and so and he goes by Al. And he got his first job at Big Al's when he was 16. And um, he he got, right, so, right. he got his first car and his first job the same day, and he worked there for 27. So he was like my he was the only guy that my dad kept when he like took over the business. Oh, nice. So he must have liked time. him, yeah. Yeah, there was a buffer time, and then a lot of people fizzled out, and, and Al was the only guy who stayed in there. He's a really good dude,
2: so. Wow. So shout out to Al. He's working at, like, LA. Shout bar. out Big Al.
1: Yeah. So he he would have been the next Big Al.
3: I don't think I would have
2: tipped over the It's team. funny, because there's a Big Al in my life, my sister Lisa's husband. Um. Mm-hmm. So I grew up a lot in Janesville. I'm i from Burlington my whole life, but spent a lot of time in Janesville with Lisa, Lisa where and where Al. I,
3: that's where I played. in That's, that's
2: right, Rock County. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, it's funny because Big Al is like one of my most loved brothers-in-law that took me to all these sporting events growing up at Janesville Craig because he went to Jamesville Craig. So all these great high school basketball games, state basketball, college football, Badger games. It's probably a big reason why I am in this business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So shout out to Big Al. Yeah. A lot of good Big Al's in this world. All the <laughs> all of and the And Little Al, we love you too. Yeah. Media mail? I don't know. I don't know about media mail. Can't speak up. Can't speak There's know. the sort. I haven't confirmed. with comparing it to dick size. Wow! I haven't. <laughs> holy shit! That nobody was thinking that.
1: <laughs> Wasn't
2: going there. We, there. we went there now. We're there. We're there. So We're all the way there. Dick size. Anyone? <laughs> it's, it's detox for real now. That's oh cool. shit! That was good. It actually talks. The yeah. detox.
0: <laughs> Talk about the, uh, the riot
2: thing. Oh yeah, I didn't I ha- I didn't ask you that question. Uh, it wasn't not a riot. It was a protest. You're a riot. <laughs> you're being a riot tonight. Dude, you spit all over your kitchen floor because you couldn't handle drinking water and you're twenty eight. Anyways.
1: Water doesn't go down that easy you know, that's what it was. Give the benefit of the doubt. It was spit tape.
2: Well it's just it was proof that me and you are funny and like Daniel's like, I've never had Cool people in my house, or anyone. I'm, that, I'm sorry. I'm being really mean. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> kind of okay. No. Why? All right. Um. Yeah. So what got my attention from you, Darren, was a video you took in probably June 2020 when all the George Floyd stuff was going down, and obviously. So yeah. Obviously, a couple months later, uh, shit hit the fan in Kenosha, um, yeah. and just rest in peace like no i mean i don't know if anybody died but rest in peace yeah rest in peace to the people that died the kid was from silver lake shout out western kenosha county one of the kids was from silver lake i think another was. he might have been western kenosha county as well maybe twin was it twin lake no no i don't think so the one of them was definitely silver lake so rest in peace to that family we feel so bad for you guys and uh yeah i mean if anybody ever needs any help if anybody's listening to this reach out we'll we'll do what we can do but uh Obviously, Rittenhouse is still hanging out at bars and stuff <laughs> on bond and uh, whatever. And I'm not going to judge anybody because I don't know what actually happened. But, uh, yeah, shit hit the fan. And and the great Darren Rito was at, happened to be in downtown Twin Lakes. I'm sure he went there on purpose. But, uh, yeah, tell give us a story of what you were doing that day. He took a really interesting video of Twin Lakes uh, owners. That didn't like the protesters going by their places, and there was some there was some nasty um, nasty stuff that I saw. So take us through that story.
1: Yeah, so I um and uh and and, and like you said, I guess before we get into it is you know I definitely shout out to everybody who's been affected by the stuff that's kind
2: of been going on with all this. And I story. mean, it's not over; it's still going.
1: Yeah, exactly. I saw the,
2: the Kenosha. I mean, shout out the Blake family. Like prayers up, you know. Like we love you guys. Like oh my God, like we can't even imagine what you've been through.
1: Yeah, and I saw the officer went back to work the other day.
2: And they, it's a desk job. I actually brought today's Goshen news for sure. It's confirmed. It's gonna be a desk job. And I wouldn't put him on the field either. But yeah. I wouldn't come back. I mean, if it was me, I would move to another state yeah, or maybe another country. It's Not a good look either way. I, and, Shesky. And, Shesky, is it Shesky? Yeah, Officer I mean, Shesky? I think I don't know. You know, I don't know him personally. Obviously, but I, I don't either. He looks very young. I
1: think uh, yeah, it's a little. It's, it blows my mind that they would uh, take him back. Like right. That,
2: but that's fine. And and just my opinion is I. I don't know what I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know whose fault it was, whatever. But I'm a huge proponent of. Not only did you shoot someone, you shot him multiple. It was, I believe, it was multiple times. You I don't know, remember the, the multiple bullets. Is, the
1: thing is, for me, like we don't have to get like break it down completely, but the thing was, is he wasn't a threat, and that's what exactly. That and even though you had a
2: knife, I understand it's a weapon, but it's not the same as a gun. Any day, a gun is more dangerous. But
1: the difference is, too, he's not when you Just have
2: someone. Sure and him, he had his back to you, and your ba- back, his back is he to he you. Has
1: his back to you. He doesn't have the weapon on. Just because there's a knife in the car is a lot different. Than well, I think they... Um, they're trying to say he reached for... I
2: wanna, no, but I want to say the investigation found he was holding the knife when he got shot.
1: When he got... So is that... What I want to hear know? that's the... I want to
2: say that's the latest bit of information. Interesting. Interesting. So he was holding it, but still, your back is to the guy. You got four guys around, surrounded.
1: When you're trained, you know. Yeah. You're trained, they're not. So it, it is just... But, but
2: something about there was a kid in the car... So I guess you could be thinking that he would have that knife and use it on the kid But why would he do that to his own kid?
1: Yeah, it's it's a dicey situation, and I, and I don't really, you know, obviously, like we don't know all the details, and, and if there's new stuff still coming out on it, it's it's crazy. But um, as a, you know, going getting back to the, the Twin Lakes incident. Yeah, what were you?
2: What were you? What was your intentions? And um, did you get any backlash from that video?
1: Yeah. So the, the day uh, a couple days before, I think was the, the nine for nine in Burlington.
2: Right. The June <laughs> June second, twenty twenty, was a great nine for nine, and um, Neil for nine in Burlington. Darnisha Garbati, who's pretty much become. A star now, Um, not for the greatest reasons, Um, but she—I met her that day, and I was covering it. And Darren was actually there in downtown Burlington, and um, just amazing people—you know, black, brown, white, all colors—are doing great work in Burlington. Um, And shout out my wife; she's she's uh, doing some stuff for them too. Yeah, it
1: it was cool to see. And so I was at that, and uh, you know, just I think too. So it
2: kind of like inspired you or like made you think about that stuff
1: well i you know i'd always um been some. i've kind of always like wrote that line and then when the when the atrocities happened to george floyd i, I wanted to kind of get involved and donate its money i did a one of my podcasts um was dedicated to the subject of in and of itself oh wow all the links
2: yeah it would be a know, good podcast some, to do
1: to raise some money and whatnot and then uh, we uh i went to that yeah the
2: one. do you remember the speech by um, darnisha the poem
1: Oh I, yes, I
3: definitely.
2: Like did. I can't breathe. Please, officer, help me. Yes. Like I was, I was crying. I'll say it. I was crying. I, yeah. There were a lot of people around me crying. Yeah, that was powerful. It, it was powerful,
1: and, and so that's what I, you know. I was just kind of trying to do, and be involved in any way that I could, and, and trying to have these conversations and like kind
3: of be out in the community and whatnot. Right. I heard twin Links was doing. That I was like, okay. <sighs> Interesting,
2: I know why two and links, yeah. yeah.
3: And so, I but
1: I wanted so I wanted to go because obviously it's my my because you
2: knew some stuff was gonna pop off. I mean, you, to be
1: honest with you, I didn't I wasn't planning on uh bringing my camera or anything like that. Like, I just I have my backpack with me, I have like a a vlogger backpack, so I have like my camera, my nice camera in there and everything. And yeah, and uh, the police. One of the poli- wasn't the police chief
2: from Kenosha. Canada. So he was just you were just there with your. Did I you have a, a professional camera or just your phone I have, that you I took have the my, video with? I have my camera. I have a couple of DSLRs. So it was a, a nice oh track. like a 2.8, 200 millimeters.
1: Um. So it's I've got two uh, Canon T seven eyes that I
2: run for my podcast and so I brought and they're up. pretty good cameras, yeah. pretty expensive. Yeah. So thousand dollars or not yeah, that much. Yeah. Right so those are Walmart, good, but, yeah. but you have a video element on those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, maybe that's why I was such a good video. It was pretty professional. So
3: that's
1: what. Oh, I appreciate that. And so we went to. Um, so I went there. It was honestly just the intention of. I just wanted to be in the protest. I just, I just wanted to um, be there for the for the people that, that were hurting and and kind of show Hold my it. respect in that regard. Um, and
2: uh, sorry, D Rita, but no, Daniel's was born yesterday. I have to tell him to get me a beer, but keep keep going, man. So. And so, guys, I'm really sorry. I'm
1: speak so I you know, I just wanted to um, kind of be there and be present. Didn't expect to be recording anything.
2: What's that? It's Keystone Light. Oh no. Bitter beer face. Oh no. <laughs> Nobody has ever bought that. I never knew anybody that had that. Somebody from my work. Box. Sorry, Darren. Somebody from your work box. Uh, It was a gift? It was a
0: gift.
2: Oh from pizza yeah. from
1: pizza. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. Like, <laughs> That's,
2: funny. That's funny. There's nothing wrong with that. Dude, I had to. You don't have a bottle opener. I had to out your work. That's the rule. It's like you don't you don't do what I say, I out your shit. Alright, alright, Darren. Um go back to okay, so take us through, set the scene like you're a writer. Atmospheric details. What did you see? What did you see around you that day? Yeah, so what did we, your environment look like?
1: So I, I we drove to downtown. It actually wasn't that much parking because we had to park kind of further away from Lance Park, which is where
2: this was going. Sorry, in. Daniel. I didn't mean it.
1: And then we uh, <laughs> we, we walked to Lance Park, and there's that's you know actually the beach. And the beach and so it's right on the lake. Yeah, okay. On the lake and the I don't know if I've ever
2: been been there.
1: Somebody from. The Kenosha police was spoke on behalf of the sheriff. It wasn't the sheriff's words necessarily, but he was there. So it was like a press
2: conference, but not really.
1: Not really. He just he wanted to help out. He wanted to.
2: Show so he him. spoke to the crowd. Yeah, yeah. He was, and what did he? What are, what was along the lines of what he said to them?
1: Um, I don't want to misquote him, but I have I have the video somewhere on my, on
2: my laptop. Or just like what was the nature of the conversation?
1: Uh, It was basically, you know, obviously he he was hurting with the community and he could tell that the community in in total was hurting and he just wanted to... And he just wanted to uh, kind of be there for everybody. The same way that I... Awesome. Mean, it wasn't It wasn't like trying to scold anybody in one way or the other. He just wanted to, to say that, you know, I hear you, and this is a terrible thing, regardless of what the... Oh, so you? he showed empathy. Yeah, so you absolutely. were probably
2: a little impressed by that.
1: Yeah, it was, it was nice to hear him say something. Because not a lot of cops
2: do that kind of stuff.
1: No, so it was good to hear him say some kind words. The guy who set up the protest was uh, really kind, um, um, younger. I think he's like in his 20s, late, maybe late 20s. Man. Keep going, Darren. And... Um, Oh, he each other. he basically had had this idea uh, to, to march from from Lance Park to the now it's like Burkhart or something downtown and then walk back basically and just just you know have our voices have people's voices be heard it's just a good way. So to you
2: wanted to you actually walked. Yeah, so I actually. Wanted so you to actually protest. quote unquote protested. No, I did. Yeah, hundred percent. So did cool. I. I did a I did a bunch of times in Lake Geneva even before the June second one, mm-hmm. the June second one in Burlington, yeah. and I even read a poem that I originally wrote. In downtown Lake Geneva at the Riv. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, some black people were there and thanked me for it. I mean, that's why I was there. I was doing it for them to yeah. just try to say, I, I'm here. I'm standing with you. Obviously, I don't know what you're going through. Yeah. But.
1: Yeah, I just think it's important. But what's right is right. What's
2: right is right.
1: Yeah, and so I just wanted to. um to just, I, I, cared about the situation. I care about uh, equality, and I care about you know human rights in general for everybody. And so that's why I wanted to be there, and I wanted to you know make my voice heard. And so I was honestly there just to protest. And then um, I had my camera, so I was like, oh shit. Well, I guess. See, so you, know, you sound just
2: like me. I would do that too. Yeah. yeah
1: and so I, I just had my camera with me, and then um, I. Uh, so what happened on your walk, man? Really what, what
2: kind of, what kind of? You don't have to call anybody out, but what kind of language? Anything specific that you could repeat that people said? Um, yeah, like bad of, things, like racist things?
1: Oh, there was a lot. There was a uh, a lot of slurs. I, I mean, there were some people that I have neighbors that um, what, slurs
2: to slurs to black people. Uh, were there any black there, people in the march? Yeah, there was. A, my neighbors. Um, any didn't say their last names? As, as I don't know if they were any Mac, any brown people, any black people, any white people.
1: Was white people, but there, was there were some people of color. Wow. There, and, and so it was, uh, really But they were legit? Yeah. And it was... It was calling like, n Did you hear the N-word? No, no. No, N-word was thrown.
2: Uh, lot of, what kind uh, of stuff? A
1: lot of diet racism with the whole
2: uh, All Lives Matter. And, like, oh. You know, screaming that in your face when you're... So Trumpers. There. Probably Trumpers. We got some
1: Trump 2020, um, 2020 remarks, which, I, again, I, I don't think that... I don't so literally,
2: someone's yelling "Trump 2020" like that's that has something to do with what they're doing.
1: Well, that's what I, I said in my <laughs> <laughs> too. I said, as, "If you're trying to say that as the anti of me saying Black Lives Matter, I think you're self owning yourself in a way you don't mean to." So I
2: think, like, you to wow, you you're own. very nice person. <laughs> yeah. So I, I <laughs> that was a very nice that way that. of putting it.
1: Yeah, and I don't, you know, regardless, it, it's just yeah. So that was messed up. And and basically on the on the walk there, we had some pretty nasty things said to us. And, um, really, like what? Um, like a lot of,
2: of to you videos, personally, at all or no?
1: Not directly at me, but a lot of people screaming, you know, get a job and, and it, it was yeah. It was that's a, always Saturday a funny Saturday one, yeah. Saturday at six.
2: Yeah, that one doesn't work actually. So, like, I,
1: well, that's what I said. I made a joke about it in my videos too. Is you know, it's Saturday. And it's six, so even if it was the weekday, you know it's nine to five. Most people work nine to five. Like I don't know. I think you you messed up, bro. Right? And it was hilarious because
2: like you're also. Did scared. you say it at the time or no? Uh,
1: well, no, actually, I said like, well, why did you? Did
2: you talk? On? Did you ever talk back at all to anybody? Um, my. Or know, were you too I, afraid to? You know what I mean. I well, I wasn't definitely wasn't afraid of anybody. I mean, I was my blood was boiling a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah, gentleman was going. Yeah, I feel that way when I when I protest.
1: My sister. Um,
2: she clapped back. At a couple She's pretty funny, so she. she clapped back. Yeah, so I love this guy, dude. We're gonna rap. we let's make a song. Promise me we will make a song. Oh man, maybe maybe we can throw you on. I mean, we don't. You don't have to. You know, I don't cost anything. <laughs> That's fair. And I just come with fire, just, just bars. Fire in the booth. Like, like more bars than alcohol. You know what I mean? I got more bars than where you worked at the mansion. There you go. I like it. That's hot. That's hot. That was a metaphor. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Double entendre. Yeah. Um. um Chandra Levy. Sorry.
1: But, 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 yeah, basically, you know, I was I was a pretty pretty infuriated by just seeing how I kind of always, you know, it's Twin Lakes. There's not a lot of diversity there, but you kind of hope that you hope you, you hope, hope better you, for people. of yeah. I kind of see people for what they can be and not what they are, and I think that's
2: where I get messed up a lot. Yeah, is that, I I believe um, that way too. Yeah, you got to see that you have to force yourself. You have to actually choose and train your mind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see the best in this person, even if they're like a perceived enemy or they slighted me or whatever, I'm going to be like, you know what, it's okay.
1: Yeah. I, I can handle it. it. It's okay. Yeah. I try to keep that. I decision. forgive
2: you or whatever. You made a mistake.
1: Yeah. And so it was really disturbing when, um, you know, business owners were coming out. And, uh,
2: yeah. I was, I was a little disturbed when I saw the video insane, that you, that you posted.
1: Pretty ridiculous stuff. And the thing that, the thing that blew my mind the most is that it's, it's one thing to just, you know turn the other cheek and try to ignore these issues that are going on. But it's another thing, these people that we had issues with during this protest, Cleared their schedules to
2: make sure that they were in route of the protest mm. so that they could harass the protesters. Mm. That's where the problem
3: comes from. It's and not- you're taking time
2: away from your family to to like what actively hate someone in person. Well,
1: and that's what was hilarious about a lot of these people saying we don't like go get a job. Go ahead. Why don't you find do, something better to do? It's like you're at work. If you, if you think what I'm doing is so pointless, think about how much more pointless it is to have get ske- cleared your schedule to be here to tell me how pointless. <laughs> Like, it's literally, like, who's dumber, the idiot or the guy who follows him? So it's like, if I... The guy who follows him is always dumber. If you think I'm an idiot, then why are you here trying to convince me that I'm an idiot? Like, it's... It's just... It's, it's, uh... You know, small brain energy.
2: Well, you know, G... (laughs) GEDs don't promise, you know, intelligence.
1: It's true. It's true. And so I just um, these
2: people haven't seen a classroom, Darren. That's what's going on.
1: Yeah, and, and some of the the inside of a classroom. And so it was it was, it was really disheartening for sure. It's disheartening to see that in my own hometown. And uh, yeah, it is. Lie, and you asked, you know, did, did I get any backlash? I did. I had um, a couple people. Um, I, well, I was I was screamed at a lot over messenger and stuff. Obviously
2: during there, I had really
1: some like. I had a, several threats uh, like some people like you know threatening my so it
2: team. got a little real it got a little real yeah I didn't go uh, into town
1: for a couple of months honestly
2: so they are pulling the, they are pulling the hey if you come to my business you better watch out
1: yeah, well, no one said that, but people... In- insinuated that? So I went, it was like a couple of days after, and I went to this, the like, local store, the like, supermarket that's in Which one? I might know where it is. Yeah. Well, it used to be Century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah it's yep. We, we
2: sold our papers there.
1: Yeah, and so uh, I went in there to just grab something quick. And it wasn't anybody, nobody that worked there was giving me any kind of looks or anything like that, but... Uh, several people and I, I, I fucked up because I was wearing the same hoodie I wore during the video because the video, cause the video yeah.
2: and because you wore a hoodie you're in a gang
1: yeah well not even that it was wearing, <laughs> I was wearing a pink hoodie so people actually were oh so you're you're definitely were, not in a gang
2: <laughs> if it was, was pink they were insinuating that I was <laughs> homosexual and that wow my mom's
1: basement
2: and all this shit. And you kind of did live in yeah, your mom's basement. And, well,
1: that's where I, I filmed the video, actually. Exactly. I, well, I my <laughs> back on somebody and said, yeah, actually, I filmed this in my mom's basement. So like, oh. I'm like, I don't give a – like, what are you going to say? Damn, that's me? fire. It doesn't change the fact of what – I feel
2: like is. you could battle rap. You'd be a good battle rapper. I think –
1: yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm
2: quick-witted, I guess. Don't worry. We'll battle rap each other someday. But um, sure. what's the worst absolute – if you had to pick a worst thing that you – heard or experienced what was your worst experience of, of being at the protest of being the worst the- thing you saw the worst thing you heard if, um, you, if you could try to repeat it
1: someone literally said um f, f george floyd uh like and like regardless wow of- I've, I've never heard that one regardless, that's a first well and that was the thing it was like and that's what's you gotta look at who's on your team was it a boy girl old person this young was, person was an older lady. Um, and she, this is where. What so she was a little bit of a get
2: off my lawn type person. Get off, get off my lawn, yeah, kids! It's
1: hilarious when you're on a sidewalk and you know that we're on a public sidewalk. So, <laughs> get off my sidewalk! They um, <laughs> it's sad because a lot of these people like to pretend and like hide hide their um you know racial undertones and their prejudices and pretend that they're not and use you know very dodgy language to, like, step around the fact that they, re- how they really feel, and then you see, it comes out every once in a while, all of our adrenaline's running, the people on each, either side of the, you know, people protesting, people protesting, the protesters, and, uh, that shit's gonna slip, your true colors are gonna come out, eventually, so, like, you can lie, and you can pretend, and put this, yeah. put this face on
3: all the time, Yeah, when you literally were faced, Yeah, by, that's what you, there were
1: people of color in there, there were people that were just standing up for what's right, and your response was to just literally say, fuck this dude that was
2: murdered. I mean, he's literally dead. He was You're literally talking murdered. about a dead person was li- was that dead. was murdered. Yeah. They didn't die of old age. Yeah. They were murdered. And so it's like like it's, unjustly by police. It's, well, and it's one thing. I mean.
1: It's one thing when they try and be again like the diet racism be like, well, it, it was the, the cop was doing what he blah blah blah. That's yeah, like, he was like, doing like, his, he's his job. Straight up. I'm yeah. racist, so F this guy. You know, like that's what you're declaring when
2: you yeah. tell me that. So, like, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, this guy dies, you know, your knees on his neck in a forceful way. It's yeah. not a good look. No. No matter what happened, I mean, maybe it's, I mean, recipes, George Floyd, love you. I mean, even if it's like. It was something totally unrelated. Like his heart stopped because he was just under stress. It wasn't the what direct was cause. It? Was the knee? Even it's a bad look, and what, it's what and it was, it was, was malicious. What, what it was malicious. What
1: was the it been
2: from? probably the knee on the front. probably. A, I'm scared. I'm gonna die. Yeah, it's and the the thing that hurt hit me the most was he like said mama and stuff. Yeah,
1: he was scared.
2: like mama, help me. I mean, yeah, you know, And you still you didn't get off of them after said mama help me or whatever. Yeah, people react differently when they're I mean, um, that takes a that takes a that takes a ruthless, heartless like detached from reality r- not a human being. Like like the the opposite of a human being a yeah, little bit. It, it
1: definitely it, it really hurt me to uh, to see all that. And especially then we had the Jacob Blake stuff happen real close to home and and I actually uh, covered that as well with um, my friend,
2: good friend Raymond Roberts, who's out here in Kenosha. Oh, you covered it? Yeah. We you did, went out there? We I wanted there. to go out there really bad. I was a little scared, but so we were, I did. I didn't. So we were down. Sorry, Kenosha. Um, at one of his, uh,
1: we were right on, forget which
2: row. What was his name again? Raymond. Raymond Roberts. He's my dad, wow. I love, I, how many ways do I love Darren? My name's Mike. Somebody else was Mike, your dad. Yeah. My dad's name is Raymond. My dad just got cancer. I'm a can- I had cancer two years ago. Oh. And I'm a cancer survivor. I didn't, I, don't ever, I didn't ever tell you that, but stage three colon cancer. My dad has cancer right now. He's fine. I'm fine. I beat it. But I had six months of chemo. Wow. Shit was really real. I'm
1: sorry to hear that, but at least you were able to you know, get through it. And
2: Thanks. Well, and my son and my son was born prematurely, like, the day after my cancer surgery. So I was in a different hospital than he was, so I didn't see him born. And he came out not breathing. Oh at the same time, yeah, That's terrifying. So he was in children's hospital for like sixty-two days. Oh my goodness! Is he, all, is he all right? He's all right now. He he went. He came home with a G tube, okay. so he can only eat through a tube because he couldn't eat orally because he had a. It's called a fistula. Um, yeah, a couple surgeries, and now he walks everywhere. He's he's almost awesome. he's almost two in July, yeah. and I have 0.0 cancer cells in my blood. So it's a great success story. I I might write a movie someday. Everybody's like, write a book someday. I'm going to write a movie. That would be sick, And then I know a buddy that, uh, Phil Geneva. shout out Geneva Lifestyles. We both worked with him in Lake Geneva. Great guy. Still my friend to this day. I don't work with him anymore. He lives in Genoa City. Shout out. Close to you. Hold on, I'm telling a story. Um, And um, he would film it because he just started his own media company, his own video company. And I would write it and I think he would film it. Would that be sweet? Would that be dope? That would be sweet. And, and maybe show. you could do the score, bro. You could do the soundtrack. That would be cool. Fire. I fire. I future yeah. fire. But <laughs> the point is, yeah. hashtag future fire. Future flames, even. Um, no, I mean, so yeah, whatever. I had cancer. It sucks. It's really scary. Every three months, I get blood work for the next three years. You can't be cancer free for five years. Mm. It's crazy. So. I have three more years, but like right now, I just I just saw a doctor a couple of weeks ago. He said my last CT scan was perfect, nothing. It was colon cancer. So, um, but like, dude, it's it's a mental aspect. The only thing that got the only thing that got me through chemo was THC gummies, bro. Really? THC gummies, like hardcore marijuana gummies. Only, re- only way I got to sleep, and then I slept like eight hours. And then like I felt like a million bucks when I woke up. Because yeah. that anxiety, you know, like every day you're like, you're you can't get off your mind. Am I going to die? Am I going to die? Am I going to die? Yeah. The first thing you think is, I'm going to die. I mean, what would you think? Yeah. I, I, if someone, a doctor yeah. called you right now and said, Darren, you have cancer, what would you think?
1: Yeah, that would be tough. I
2: mean, that's what I can't, I'm, I'm just happy. 37th birthday, 37th
1: birthday. I'm
2: happy you're able to kind of get through that and get that. Praise it. the Lord. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait, we want to finish the J, the Jacob Blake. Wait, we're actually talking about grown-up things. We'll get to that later. Save that. Save that. <laughs> save that. No, save that. No, save that. Please save that. Uh, just bottom line, let's wrap it up um, on this topic. Um, Jacob Blake's life is forever ruined because he's is he paralyzed. I mean, he's never going to be the same. He's never going to be the same. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's—I don't know. I can't speak for him. George Floyd's family's lives are forever ruined. Mm-hmm. Period. There's no other explanation. Like, they, people can even like Jake Blake. Uh, oh, they're doing their job. Uh, he's not dead.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's.
2: Uh... But you, what you said about f George Floyd, I could see somebody like really hateful being like, well, at least he didn't like he didn't die or anything. He shot him to like n- to wound him. You know what I'm saying? It's a cancel culture. It's like it's all these horrible things about the millennium, about like the how like culture today, and like, ah. Uh, it's sickening. It really. It's is. sickening. It it makes it's really sickening. it makes me want to. I want to. You know, it makes me want to vomit. I mean, it just. It really for me, it breaks my heart because I'm a I'm a Christian. I'm a Catholic. I grew up in St. Charles Burlington. Uh, my mom was like one of the most religious people I've ever met. I mean, I went, dude. I went to church four days a week in in grade school. I don't really go anymore. I think it kind of, it kind of uh, deterred me from going later in life. But I talked. My mom passed away two years ago. She was my best friend. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Joni Ramchek. Thank you. But uh, yeah, I mean. Go ahead. I'm getting upset now. No, no. I'm getting sad now. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: don't be, don't be sad. I mean, you know, it's a tough
2: situation, and don't be afraid to. I mean, loss, man. Loss is so hard. Yeah,
1: especially someone your best friend.
2: You know, it's nothing to be. Ashamed my, my, mom was my best friend. I still, I'm saying I still talk to her every day. I still pray every day to God. Now, now I'm like, uh, every day I wake up, thank you God for letting me wake up today, because there's a lot of people that didn't get to wake up today. They went to bed last night. They didn't wake up. You know, a lot of people die every day. Yeah. So you, you just always have to put things into perspective in life Absolutely. and look at the bigger picture before you comment on social media, yeah. before you don't know the story. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting so sick of these social media people, man. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of... Uh, a lot thing- of hatred. Just pure racist, pure ignorance, just the, pure hatred. The thing with social
1: media is everybody, everybody, talk. everybody had those, those opinions before. But then they got. Now everybody gets a platform to share them on. So um, it just feels. A well, platform.
2: everyone thinks they're a journalist, but they didn't. They didn't get a degree from Whitewater like me or like D-Shot or mm-hmm. like you. Where'd you get your degree? Uh, I'm actually finishing. I'm degree. sorry. Were you getting it? I'm finishing uh, my degree at Marketing.
1: Exactly. So I do So
2: not everybody puts in the work, is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. But they want to, they
2: want to spout off on Facebook like I know things. Well, misinformation is a big problem. And right Trump now. made it popular.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's misinformation has been going on even before Trump, but he definitely amplified it and, and um, not necessarily well, just Jordan, him, yeah. but a lot of there's actually a lot of media um, companies that are totally oh yeah. okay with yeah breaking, Breitbart,
2: Breitbart. Yeah. Um, George Bush did it with remember weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, it's it's they been, made everybody leave there, and there weren't any weapons of mass destruction. Well, then yeah, and then
1: when we got there, he said, oops, oh, so I guess I was wrong. So, and it's, you know. But it is Trump,
2: it is. Trump never admitted he
1: was wrong. Which is, uh, some people would say is a strength, because by not doing that, he makes everybody kind of uh, double
2: guess what's going
0: on, double, uh, do double takes and whatnot. Now, what were you saying about the movies? Okay, so. Movies? Hand, hand it. I guess you guys share, share the mic. Yeah, yeah. I guess something my Ram track, you just. No, I'm fine. Just talk. Okay. We're not, I was we're not, I was not, gonna. Film, just audio, right? Yeah, I was just gonna say like uh, you're talking about filming your own movie. So if you had to get one actor to play you in a movie, who would it be? Oh, that's a good
2: question. One actor to play me in a movie? Yeah. So yeah. Of course, I'm gonna pick like a really good looking guy, right? Like, why wouldn't you? Like a good looking guy like Darren Rito. There we go. <laughs> no, not I would pick Jonah that Hill. Guy. Wow. I'm gonna <laughs> throw you through that window. <laughs> Dude, Jonah Hill's not getting any girls, bro. Jonah Hill, Jonah
1: Hill's
2: a Scott. I know that. But he's like- yeah, but he's not getting the ladies. Like, believe it or not, Seth Rogen pulls down some ass. But I'm better looking than him, so I would say, uh, <laughs> Darren. Darren's like, Darren's like, I'm the only one dressed like a normal human <laughs> being right now, and you guys are saying you're good looking. Um, who's a good looking guy these days? Now, would I, would I be, would I, should I be genuine and get somebody like around my own age? Or like a young, like spry-looking guy. Yeah. How about? So I'm only 38. How about uh, if I had to do someone my own age? Brian Sport. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh, hell no, he's balder yeah. bolder than me. If I had to do someone my own age, who's like a a, a jump-off actor right now that's like 38, 40. Mm. Um. How about? Uh, like who actually looks like me? Oh shit. People say I used to look like Pacey on Dawson's Creek. I would get him. Uh Jonathan Jackson from Dawson's Creek. Is that Joshua Jackson? Daniel. Daniel. Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Okay. I look like him. Like I used to watch
0: Dawson's
2: Creek. Well oh you're I'm older than you guys. This was a show in like the nineties. Um who did you guys know? Um how about Jason Siegel, maybe. Jason Siegel. He's about my same age. Good looking guy, funny. Um. So that would be like around my same age. If I had to go like dream actor to play me, mm-hmm. like great actor, good looking guy. Come on, baby. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds? Alright. Uh, yeah. I would go I, I like Darren. I like Ryan Reynolds. And he Amneville horror filmed in so uh Silver Lake. Yeah. And I worked at Riverview School this year, Silver Lake. Now Darren, ask Darren the same question.
0: Wait. Ask him about if he had a movie. No, the movie thing,
1: yeah.
0: If you had a movie filmed,
1: who would you pick? You know, hmm, off the top of my head, I wouldn't be too sure. People used to say, when I, I haven't cut my hair in over a year, but I but when I used to have it, like a shorter fade, um, people would say that it looked like Dave Franco.
2: See right I now, I see, see like a Kurt Cobain vibe without the blonde hair, with a different color hair.
1: See, yeah, I've Kurt been getting, Cobain was a shit, dude. I've been getting a lot of different. Uh, I look a lot of, like a lot of different people now with the hair, but uh, <laughs> before. Oh, well, you didn't have I, hair before? I just oh. used. I used to have like a. I just keep it keep it clean, nice nice low fade. But I uh, I just stopped cutting it once COVID happened, and I just haven't come back to getting well, it is gorgeous. yet.
0: My bad. It is gorgeous. My bad story about cutting hair is like.
2: I bet your girlfriend likes your.
0: She like, does doesn't, so. there's wow. this one, there's this one video of, uh, <laughs> to that. either I needed oh, a, ha- man, either it's like I needed a haircut or something, or somebody dared Chris Nelson to, um, so shave yeah, my he hair. Chris- oh, he might know Chris he does. So, like, he might have, somebody might have, we might have done this as a dare or something yeah, and ended right up now. on Snapchat. Okay. But then, like, I had a job interview and I had Chris Nelson like give me a haircut and give me like a buzz cut for an interview. All right,
2: Daniel, I have a question for you. How, how excited did you mark out or, or get excited when he said he was Chris Nelson's neighbor? I mean, did you get a little, a little? I kind of, I kind of like don't a care. Sense, a fuzzy sensation down there. I kind of don't care. This guy always talks about Chris Nelson.
0: I kind
1: of don't. Big Chris Nelson
2: fan here. No. I feel like you mentioned him more I, than you mentioned other people.
1: I,
0: Barrett, Barrett was better than Chris Nelson, and he, Cole Cole Elber was a better quarterback. Don't, we don't than. gotta take him. We don't
2: gotta tear him down. <laughs> We're not Nelson's gonna compare gonna him against that. people, but yeah, you, you took shooter. him out. He's an okay he's guy. Out, he's uh, an okay
0: uh, guy, but he can kind of be a you know what at
1: times. Uh, I, I, I don't know him personally that well, but we've been we've been cool. We've we've uh we've done a bunch of dodgeball tournaments for like um the schools in our area and. He he and his family always end up facing and losing to my team in the finals every time we do it. So it's kind of like this like joke. We won. I've won seven times, and they one one year we didn't do it, so they won. Mm. And then we came back the next year and we got booed when we showed up. And <laughs> they only we, won because you weren't there. Yeah, it, it was kind of like when when you know Jordan retires and then mm. people get to win a couple of championships. I was. And then uh, he comes back
2: and then he starts winning again.
0: I was gonna say whatever hey, he,
2: hey, do not do not disrespect Penny and Shaq. Oh, they, they beat Jordan when he came back. Yeah, I, it, I'm going to say this
0: So since you haven't asked me, me The qu- obvious question Who would I want to play me yeah, in the movie do. I feel like people would make fun of me for this But I was going to be like The dude that played uh, that McLovin <laughs> Oh my god He kind of looked
2: like
1: him <laughs>
0: That's what I was saying
1: Christopher, Christopher you, Plash. You shave, yeah. If you shave the, the scruff off You might, you might, have, uh, you might have the look so it. I thought
0: that would be funny to most people um, Let's switch this Since um, it's been a good two weeks Of um, you be Discount Nick. double hey, checking hey,
2: hey. You wouldn't be Nick Lovin though You'd be Dick
0: Lovin Oh shit! Oh, wow that's bad
2: Because you love them,
0: <laughs> them. Alright so I'm just going to be I'm going to We're going gonna switch, <laughs> to switch Conversations here since we've had We're almost at the end of it we're not at the end of the podcast, but we're not—we're almost at the end of the last two, these last two weeks oh. um, of somebody. Um, what were your guys' overall thoughts? Have you guys been able to watch Jeopardy the last these last two weeks on Aaron Rodgers?
1: I actually did. Watch one part of an episode. One of my girlfriend's mom was watching it the other day when we were at her house. So we saw we saw a couple minutes of it, and I think it's pretty funny. He said he wants to do it. He said, yeah, he said he'd be down to do it. A lot of people are upset.
0: I thought it was funny when um, they had the question about um, this team won five. These Midwesterners won five titles in the nineteen sixties, and it's and no one was able to come up with Green Bay Packers. And then the follow up question was. The whole thing about the Boston Celtics winning, and some somebody answered that correct. And now, now we got another
2: bottle. bottle Let's go! I opened the bottle on your piano. Let's go! On I just opened it on the corner of your piano. Let's go!
0: What, what? What? You want me to get a shot ski?
2: No, I just literally used my brute strength. So, anyways. <laughs>
0: He kind of had a funny moment there. There was the first episode where it was just like um, the dude gave the the reference to the field goal. That was kind of funny. But he's done a good job. But I don't know. how I, I didn't watch too much of the other hosts. <laughs> So has anybody really watched any of the other hosts? I don't know. It doesn't seem like Ramchak's that I smart. Of- to
1: be honest, I don't watch Jeopardy at all, really. Okay. I just heard that Rogers was going to be on-site watch for a couple of minutes. Yeah, to see so he was good. I
2: mean, I get the sense he's kind of a – he's almost like a Mensa-type person. He's kind of seems like a higher-level genius than most people. Mm. Yeah, Do you Do think I mean, He's a smart guy. Kind of a dick to his teammates, but a smart guy. Do you think he could uh, – dick, dick to his teammates and – Let's face it, Brett Favre is still better. If he until he wins another quarter. Except
0: Brett Favre actually sent a dick pic to uh, a Jets. Bronca- you seen Jen Sturger? Yeah, she's she hot. Sent a dick pic him. Yeah, but like, <laughs> also at the same time, her, his wife, let's talk, let's talk facts. his his facts. wife, his wife looks like Jen Sturger. To be honest.
2: Uh, can you correct what he just said? Uh, uh, no, Brett Favre. his calm. wife does not look anywhere near as hot as Jem I do I get not that. Hopes. They're they're they. they right, i gonna kind of bring up the picture. See, I don't. I didn't even. Know I think they I know. look a, a little, little be be bit be. alike, but is that that's who he sent it to? I didn't. Know yeah, amazingly hot cheerleader of the New York Jets.
1: Well, I uh, I didn't know who. he Actually, it to she was like a sideline or think, think, something. I you know any unsolicited. I thought she was a cheerleader. Any unsolicited. I don't think she was. Dick pic is pretty out of pocket to do. I think it's pretty foul.
0: Yeah. So I
2: don't think. Uh, yeah. Well, it's and it's especially about when you're married and you're Brett Favre. Yeah, it would have been, been
0: funny if uh, pretty the pretty funny bad, uh, the funniest tweet I saw all week was speaking of Brett Favre is what. And of Brett, course,
2: she's an American model. Is what she's listed. It uh, said
0: <laughs> the tweet said, <laughs> like, um, it, like Jeopardy. Jeopardy offers she Brett she Favre. Like his
3: wife.
0: Jeopardy offers the. Like his wife. Jeopardy offers the. Uh, they gig the Brett Favre. Brett Favre retires on uh, from the Jeopardy gig on and off, and then they give it to Aaron Rodgers. That was the joke on Twitter.
1: Oh, okay, kind of like mimicking his yeah. the Packers. Yeah, yep. What? You know, I think that... Uh, I think are you you guys Packer fans then? Yeah. yeah. Are
2: you Bears? Yeah, because you Twin guys, Lakes.
1: You guys are pretty pretty spoiled then. You so have to is, be Bears
2: if you live in Twin Lakes or Wilmot. There's
1: a lot of there's a lot of Packer fans there. Actually. They're bandwagon but, jumpers. But, but uh, I I gotta say like you you Packer fans are pretty spoiled having to get to have like twenty some
2: years of phenomenal quarterbacks. And now and play now
0: play. we're even more spoiled because we have Rodgers, Giannis, Yelich,
2: and not, Aaron Jones resigned. So we're gonna I think we might have another good chance of winning it this year. Yeah,
0: no, I think it's um, yeah, since since you're a Chicago fan. since you're a Bears fan, and recently some uh, Jim McMahon kind of came out and he said Packers are the best organization I ever played for, um, and then he comes out and he says Chicago is where quarterbacks go to die. Yeah, um, what were your thoughts Chicago, on that?
1: I think so. I, I mean. I think I think Chicago sports fans in general are pretty are pretty stuck up and I mean, look like what they look did like, to Mitch
2: Trubisky. I look, mean, look well, he's look, got talent and they ruined his career. Look no so
1: further than than Derrick Rose for an example of somebody who gave his heart and soul to the city and yeah, he had some bad injuries, but we. People, the talk in Chicago was they fucking hated this guy when he was still... Yeah, he he's was still, still there. averaging 20 points
2: and he's 33 he, years old. When
1: he was still there, coming back, fighting his way back from these surgeries, people would be so mad that, like, oh, when That's are we going to so get sad. rid of him? When are we going to get so rid of him? Sad. Then we get rid of him, and I'm at a game, and everyone in the United Center is sitting there fucking cheering MVP with me when he's there, and it's like, you guys are, you know, I think Chicago sports fans are just a little fake in that sense, where... Okay, so he was trying to—he was trying to get in with the model. So you that's, may have sent something to this. i, I don't think I—I've never sent a D pick, and I don't plan on doing it anytime But if soon, you but did, if I did, I'd send
2: it to myself. If, if you did, you may consider sending it to somebody that looks I, like that. See, I—I I don't know about that, but—but. But, um, We're both
0: actually classy.
2: I had to do that to you because
1: you said you're a Bears fan. Sorry. <laughs> that's fair. That's that's fair. But I actually was a big fan of um of uh, Jay Cutler when the signing of Jay Color when we decided to get him. And um, you know, funnily enough, a lot of people give Jake Cutler shit. Yeah, looks and just like that. To my knowledge, he still our he still holds several. Still your best. He's still your best. He still he holds several records. Chicago but sports people sports just bash him. Because you
2: know? he threw like
0: pick after pick after pick after pick yeah, after but pick he, after, he, pick. He, but after he, pick.
2: But, he beat, but he beat the Packers in a couple big games. Here's the thing that a lot he of people took to play, the NFC
1: Championship. Here's the thing a lot of people forget. Uh, he's a, yeah, he, but
0: then he was a wuss halfway through the game. Nah,
1: uh, you can't say that. He he broke his hand. Yeah, but players. Brett Favre would have
0: played through that. Well,
1: Brett Favre, well, Brett Favre was stupid. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. So here's here's two things that, that a lot well, of people. Favre was think. dumb. Here's I mean, let's a be honest. Two things a lot of people get wrong. One, uh, Jake Culler was the most sacked quarterback for like the three. Yeah, because they, had no, they yeah. had no offensive line. They had no offensive line. And they never had a good offensive line. He was anymore. playing in a city that was ultra screw- like scrutinized him to the max. And uh, guys like Brett Favre actually had a very similar style to him where they're both gunslingers. both. Mm-hmm it. Brett Favre threw plenty of picks. They both did. The thing is, Jay Collar doesn't have the wins to back him up, and I totally agree with that, but he also had a way worse franchise, and uh, he still holds franchise records for the Bears in, in general. Um, but a lot of people with the whole NFC game where they say, you know, Cutler was weak for going out or whatever. First off, he got us there. Uh, he's a competitor. He wants to win. He's a. You know, I don't think he was
2: weak because he's, he's a
1: known dick. He's not gonna fucking go out like I love Cutler. I think it's hilarious. I love the memes with Jay Cutler. I love his. I love his just. Have his you watched his
2: show with the chick, that one girl, anymore? Uh, I don't think he's. I'm pretty anymore. sure they divorced.
1: Yeah, they did. I was actually kind of. sad. I never her. liked
2: her that much, but it was kind of a good show. I, I watched th- it with my wife a couple times.
1: I never saw the show. Where Kristen, I just Cavallari. Kristen Cavallari. I just thought it was uh, interesting. She's see. from the Hills.
2: She was on the Hills. Yeah, me and my wife used to watch the Hills. I
1: think uh, I thought Cutler was an interesting character a good and, and a fun, fun guy to watch. He he really didn't give a fuck, and I loved his. Uh, he reminded me in a lot of ways of um, like Joakim Noah, how how hated Joakim Noah was for the Bulls. Uh, but oh, he wouldn't. I love Joakim Noah. But he wouldn't give Florida, a fuck. Florida
2: two national championships.
1: We'd be playing the best teams in the league, and if he gets a move on someone, he'll talk. He does not trying to be friends with people, and that's what I liked about Jay Cutler. Yeah, but Jay Cutler was on the
2: sidelines smoking a cigarette.
1: That's smoking Jay Cutler right there, bro. So I can Smoking Jay. Smoking a Jay. That's what we love about Jay. He's like, I fucking hate my teammates. Like, All right, let's... Oh. You ever heard like, the, the soundbite of him telling Mike Martz to, to fuck off in the middle of the game? They got that... It was like... The, you know That's like cool. He literally... Well, I was his coach, yeah. Well, it was the the offensive... They switched off coordinators on Jay Cutler like three, four times. Also. Yeah. And so he... And Mike Martz came in and was trying to do some... He, he basically wouldn't give Jay any freedom... And Mike tried calling an audible like it, late in the game, and I think Jay was having a decent game that that game. And they literally like the announcers was like a breath, like they just had taken a breath for a second. And in the breath, the sound guys pick up, Fuck it. he he gets the you see him get the call, and he's like, well you can tell Mike you can tell March to, uh, fuck off whatever. He <laughs> and it just was picked up during the game, picked up clear as day. Yeah, you can find that on YouTube. That shit's hilarious. But I, I just liked his he would stiff bro. He would he wouldn't slide. Like, which is a little bit of an idiot. Well, you see how big he is. He's huge. He's 6'3", he he 220. He was surprisingly mobile. He was just my favorite player to watch. I uh, as possibly.
0: we're kind of talking about like things caught on mics so during games. So clearly
2: Bears organization that sucks. I mean, let's, let's um, just put that out there. Well, what's your, organization. What's yeah. your
0: all, all-time favorite thing caught on, a, caught on a mic during a game that like clever like what? audible call or clever just random thing.
1: Oh, uh, I know there. I mean, it's not really. There's Aaron Rodgers
0: saying the word "fuck" and, and against the Bears in a batch snap. Oh, right, right.
1: And, well, there's um, on, like
0: Thanksgiving when Favre's getting retired, getting his number retired.
1: There was, um, <laughs> I think it was last year, there was a, a baseball game. I'm just sure eating, by the way. There was a, base- a baseball game. I think it was a, one of the California teams, and um, the announcer. Had a hot mic. He didn't know that they were live. Yeah, yet. And he goes, "It's the the he uses a homosexual." Oh, term. Tom Brennan. And he says, "It's the Reds." He goes, "It's, it's the, the Reds." He goes, "This is the blank capital of the world," referring to homosexual yeah. people with a derogative term. Wow, was it? Was it? And he, it's, I don't mean to be offensive. Was it San Francisco?
3: No,
0: Cincinnati. It's Cincinnati. It's Cincinnati. How is
1: that? I don't even know how they. I thought that. San Francisco yeah. was. Yeah, and so he. Again, just saying some wild some wild shit and then tries to didn't know they were live, then they tell him he's live, he's like, Oh, oh and he just like tries to broadcast and him saying that's not funny at all. It's super messed up. Mm-hmm. But what's what is fucking hilarious is halfway through the broadcast he gets the call that he's fired. And so then he, he, he starts So he just like
2: shit at the fans So he started Bitching so, people off well, So
1: listen So then he starts he starts Apologizing but And a guy it's a, a home run <laughs> and He's like Oh but so, and so. And He's like I'm so sorry I apologize <laughs> to my family To both Oh but
2: Rogers hit the tall, To fly ball to left field I think like, it was uh,
0: Nicholas Castellanos Was it's, the guy that homered It's
2: just It's just hilarious It's like you just got fired Why are you calling the home run Yeah it's like
0: That's you know, like me getting fired At the regional news Wild broadcasting the game in just being like Morgan Chris fly it. You, you
2: did broadcasting for a Whitewater. Game? Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Too it. It's at the beginning of the podcast. You'll hear it. That's some it's of the nice
3: better calls. calls. Yeah,
1: very cool. Very cool. That's uh, I just think it's. I thought that was hilarious uh, for live like My you know, favorite. My favorite. I like ever. the That's
0: one cool. where uh, Peyton Manning's like as a cult and there's a running back, I think Donald Brown or something, and Donald Brown misses a block or something, and you go or miss, does some, misses something. He's like, damn it,
2: Donald! Mm. My favorite, I got a good one. So, you know, uh, the horrible show, The O'Reilly Factor? I don't know if it's still on, mm-hmm. but my poor dad, my poor Are you God,
0: talking about the one where it's like...
2: On Fox like, News.
0: out. Yeah, Bill
2: O'Reilly. He's like totally just like, and he's like crazy. He's like the other, he's like,
0: freaking
2: live. I will, yeah, I will say rest in peace Rush Limbaugh, but Rush Limbaugh was not a great person. He did die of cancer, so he's, he's in my brotherhood, but he's a little, Bill Riley's a couple steps down from Rush Limbaugh. He's not that bad, but no, it was the, let's do it live. So they got it on air, like, like they went off the air and he thought it was so running. And they, I think he was just bitching other people out, right? He's like, let's do it live. Let's do it live. Like. Dude, you're screaming at your coworker, Mm -hmm. and people are hearing you, and then their their hatred and their murderous rage still likes you after that. But that was. was
1: yeah, and Lim. uh, Funny, you know, funny enough about Rush Limbaugh, he was actually quote, he's on record. My dad listened to him every day. Well, he's on record as saying he didn't believe anything he said. Yeah, he was completely, like, he, politically and, like... See, you pro- can't do that. You can't do that. But that's what... He just... He knew that's where the money was, because he knew that he could, he could trick people. Right, but you're people hurting them. people. That's what they don't understand, a lot of people. That you're go hurting, that pe- route, you're they hurting other people. But, yeah, he's on record saying that, so it's its pretty sad, and and I think that says a lot about someone's character, that they're willing to do that for money, so,
2: yeah. Yeah. But it's pretty tough, so... <laughs> Not and I mean, like, yeah, whatever, your dad, it sucks, but...
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to speak
2: ill on someone that's not... But, like, dude, I mean, like, no wonder... (laughs) Oh, this is horrible. No wonder you gave so much money to charity. It's guilty. You were trying to go to heaven, but I don't know if it happened.
1: It's, uh, yeah... There's a quote from I don't know if you guys. You watched, know what I'm
2: saying? Yeah, he's guilty. Well, do you, I don't know if you guys
1: watch any of the the Marvel movies or whatnot like the Marvel. I still movie. I
0: saw that to watch those all in order. I really want to see
2: Black Panther, by the way. You haven't seen it yet? I've never seen. I don't watch a lot of those. It's so a it's a great movie. I it's got good, I uh, got me really plus and it's like I need to do beast, it but. Uh, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, he passed away. Just um, passed a few months ago.
1: Yeah, um and uh, but there's a. Of colon
2: cancer, so that that one kind of hit close to home. I had yeah. colon cancer. Yeah, he. Um, and he's only at forty. I'm thirty eight.
1: Well, and the reason I brought it up with the, with the guilty thing, like you said, there was uh, a quote from one of the movies where this girl is is criticizing Tony Stark and says that. Uh,
2: oh, Ghostface Killer. You mean Tony Stark? She
1: she says <laughs> she says. Uh, Wu Tang is my favorite. She said something along the lines of, "They say uh, generosity has a uh, correlation with um, with the guilty conscience," and he was like. And, you because know, he's done bad. His character is all about he did a bunch of bad stuff in his past, but he, he
2: does so much good now. And so it's it's uh,
1: it's interesting when
2: you bring. And it I up. like that you say "guilty Conscious. My first thought: Eminem featuring Dr. Dre. Guilty the conscience. song name was "Guilty Conscience." Yep. yep. Now listen to me while you kissing her cheek, smearing her lipstick, slip this in her drink. <laughs> Dude, shout out Eminem. Still one of probably my all-time favorite still.
1: So, yeah, he's,
2: uh... And, well, Tupac's better, but Eminem is my best, best living rapper. Yeah,
1: Eminem's got a lot of good stuff. A lot of good
2: stuff. His new stuff is low-key good. But I heard you talking Hi. on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to throw shade on you, D-Rita. Let's, Let's do it. Let's I, I do it. We know. dare... we You're dare throwing shade on the 2017 album. And it. I know it wasn't critically acclaimed, but I actually, it's so funny, I decided to listen to it again after I heard you say it on the podcast with your buddy, uh... Jay he's from. Yeah, K- he seems like always. an awesome guy. Kenocian I really, Kenocian I would awesome. love to meet him someday. Seems awesome, and I can maybe rap with you guys if I'm on that level. But, <laughs> but trust me, I am. I'll, I'll let you listen to my music someday. But um, yeah. What, what was I saying?
1: You were saying that. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly how you were phrasing. Oh, uh, you threw shade on somebody. You threw shade man. on Eminem. Yeah.
2: And the, I, it's hard to, for me when you when people throw it on a goat like that. Um, well, I think is a different so What between... were you? What were you? I guess saying. I, I I guess it was, it was one of his lesser albums. Well, I think there's. But one if you th- still have multiple bangers, it's not a. If you have three or more bangers, it's not a bad album. Period. Period. So it has at least three. I'll say that. I, let's do it again the other day. I
1: I have I've listened to that album uh, a couple of times and. Um, I what think was you're... your biggest
2: beef with it? I'm not going to be I offended. I
1: just think I, no, I just think the the production quality and I think Yeah, M, the song with
2: Beyoncé was just trash. Well, I just think M was at a place
1: at that point where like he hit, he was like He's in a hard place. Well, a beat would play and my guy was rapping the fuck out of the beat. Like he was just out rapping the beat. It wasn't even some of the stuff wasn't even like syncopated with the beat like See, it was You you don't always
2: have to be on the beat. That's the beauty of rap.
1: Well, I mean there's a there's a that's the the point of rap. You is, it's rhythm and poetry. So rhythm is being on
2: beat, and that's like a big part of it. And M is phenomenal. He's but the one difference of the, with Eminem is it his voice. We is talking rhythm. Eminem. His is, voice is an instrument. His voice is always on rhythm, so it doesn't matter what the beat is doing. Does that make sense?
0: We talking I, good I mean, rap, or are we talking his
2: consonants? Because of his consonants. Some, yeah, sometimes. The way he raps so sounds. The, the thing with, sorry,
1: I'm about English whiz. The thing with the thing with Eminem is that I love Eminem. I grew up on Eminem. He's one of my biggest influences for sure. Um, and I think a lot of people when you're critical of anybody, they they immediately take it as I know you were even mentioned it, oh you're throwing shade. It's not throwing shade, I just No, pretty, because it's, it was
2: interesting to me because I don't think it's the greatest album either. Yeah. I, I, I judge an, an album on listenability. Repeat listens. Mm-hmm. And I can't play that in sorry, I still have CDs. I can't play that CD in my car anymore. Mm -hmm. But I can play his other stuff. Yeah,
1: and I think he's got a... I mean, he is one of the highest-selling recording artists of all time. I mean, he's... Proven. I think him and
2: Tupac are one two for rappers.
1: He he is. Uh, I think Drake is probably sure. up there as well. I think Drake he is might be. Yeah, he's he, he's
0: annoying days. during basketball games.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was very pissed off at him during that Bucks
2: rappers series.
1: Oh, he's hilarious. I think he's a he's a because well, we're Bucks fans. So. He's a he's a funny troll. I, I think it's I think it's. Hilarious.
2: Let's get D. Shot's opinion on Eminem.
3: <laughs> I'm
0: not a rap dude, so.
2: But, but so you were living under a rock the last 20 years. You don't know who Eminem is. I know who Eminem, you know, Eminem is.
0: I know who Eminem is. I mean, I'll listen to
1: Lose mm. Yourself. You know, my I don't music know. Music I don't have. Ha- I mean, he's got some. He's got some really good new stuff too. That's. It's just. Uh, what if, I, see, if, if I, I listen? Is new,
2: actually, I want to
1: ask. He him. did. Uh, I think it was. Was it? What's it called? Monster. I forget what it what it was called specifically. He did Godzilla. The, Godzilla with Juice World was really good. Um, so guess who
2: can rap that whole beginning? You you? My six-year-old daughter. Really? I taught her to. That's I'm cool. a teacher. There
0: you go. You're be like, next thing you know, it's going to be your two-year-old kid rapping that. Hell
2: yeah. Yeah, and he actually references Mania. So that, I have bipolar disorder. He references Mania in the song. Goes, you say that all the time, and I'm like... He goes, he goes, he goes, brain demon, which is the main reason I wrestled with Mania. Shade and bitch, I'm posse up. Yeah, like, uh, the main reason I wrestled with Mania. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he was talking about, because yeah. it's called manic de- depression bipolar disorder. Yeah. So I guess, for me, Eminem, Tupac, some of these guys are always TMX, Rest and Beast, DMX, Earl super Simmons, super Darkman X. I think the the best thing about rap for me is, these people are from the struggle. Obviously, maybe they grew up in worse conditions than I grew up in. Mm-hmm. But mental illness is universal.
3: Yeah.
2: So, I don't know, do you have any comments on mental illness? Because nobody talks about, everybody's afraid to talk about mental illness. I, I'm back on medicine recently. Um, for bipolar disorder, expound on that. What do you have? So, you ever had any depression or any issues in your life, or have you always been all good? I mean, I, I definitely. Or do you know anybody? Have you experienced it in your family?
1: So there's, uh, you know, I've definitely had to deal with some some childhood trauma and, and whatnot. And so I have, um, I have some some uh, therapy that I need. You don't to have to it. say it. Well, here's the thing. I talk about. I'm open to talk about anything. And uh, I've actually had plenty of uh, mental health conversations on my podcast as well. We have a. Uh, uh, friend of the show she's actually taking a break right now from social media but um she midwest depressed is like this blog um right. in, in this yeah she's from janesville and she uh she does like it's all mental health awareness stuff and, and so she's um you know battled with depression and anxiety and things of that nature as well i've had to deal with a lot of those things myself uh still like do to this day and so um i think it's it's just you know having the conversation about it being open with it is like the first step you know to of fixing any problem you have to define the problem so you have to be able to talk about it um i think everybody should go to therapy uh that's my how long have you
2: been going to the therapy i
1: haven't been that's why i need to oh, go you never did, I, i'm trying to i so parkside do you want to when you go to do you like, want to go through a therapist yes i'm trying to i'm trying to get it figured out i just mm, and you don't have
2: to but do you want to
1: i absolutely i absolutely want to i think that i need the. i think i need to because of um i've just lost a lot of relationships in my life where a lot of people that I, I thought maybe, you know, a lot of people, some people, if you have a good friend, you have, good like, a good rock or something like that. And you think you're
2: close, and then yeah. they delete you on Facebook. Yeah, something like that. That's happened so, to me too many times.
1: So so things like that will happen, and that can really shake you up. Um, you know, family trauma, um, you know, grown-up not in the best conditions, so they'll, they'll do that to you. you know? Do you still have your parents, by the way? I do, yes. They're both, Mom and dad still like, together? Uh, Are no, they're you? not they're not together. But, Divorce? Um, yeah. And, so
2: obviously that's... Not I mean, easy. You know,
1: that's a layer. Uh, there's also an issue of um, of uh, substance abuse that I've had to. Uh, yeah, I grew see. up around.
2: I grew up around a little bit of alcoholism, constant verbal abuse, constant physical abuse, but also a lot of love. I yeah. mean, I love my parents. Shut up, rest in peace, mom. Love you, dad. But every yeah. day it was, what What are they gonna do now? Mm-hmm. They're gonna fight. How bad is it gonna get? I'm 10 years old. What do I do? I'm hiding under a table with my sister.
1: Yeah, it's not you know what I'm saying. It's not natural. Yeah, you know. And what I'm I, saying? I mean
2: that podcast is a good place to get all this stuff out. You know.
1: Yeah. No. Absolutely. That's one thing that I've been super fortunate to have the platform that I do have to be able to speak about these kind of things and to, to just be open about it because I think you know if, if one person hears it and is like, okay, I've had a similar thing like that happen to me, and that's what I do with my music too is I try it. I only talk from my perspective, my point of view. Uh, I usually try to put a positive spin on things, even when I talk about some darker topics. Yeah. Um, but. It's just you know, if one person can can be like, "Wow, okay." That one guy, person that can guy, get connect to that. That guy, I think, has. That's kind of like rap. Yeah. yeah, it's it's you know, okay. That guy, I see that I I feel like has has it all put together. He's going through the same shit. Yeah, phase. he played college basketball. Oh, okay. He's got his own
2: company. And and then, he looks like you look. You're a good looking guy. <laughs> I appreciate that. Daniel, why don't you give us a brief, please? About. Just do it. You haven't About said what? It, you haven't said it yet. About
0: what? I have autism, and sometimes I get frustrated about stuff. Autism. Sometimes
2: auti- you obsess about people that you perceived wronged you in the past. Okay, Correct?
0: sometimes.
2: I do that, too. I do that, too, man. Have you ever taken medicine, Daniel, or no? Have you ever seen a doctor? I have.
0: I did, like, when I was, like, maybe in high school or... So when I got to high school. When high I got to college, I just never really, like... Oh, make sure you take your whatever it was, and then just never really needed, never really did.
2: Mm-hmm. But you're, you think you're good now?
0: Well, that was always good. But you had autism. Okay, were you making this an A meeting? A well, there's no autism, 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 autism I'm anonymous.
2: I'm not saying there was something wrong with you, but I think what uh, Aaron's referencing is I know. it's okay to admit that you've had hard times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You I know, I
0: kind of made it. that as like a an autism joke, but also an like oh an alcoholic yeah. joke.
2: I wanted to laugh, but we were in kind of a serious mode. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Well, I think too, you know, and I, I think um,
1: people, people, everyone has different things going on. You know, like we can't all speak to everybody's specific experiences. You can only speak from your own, and and I think there's regardless of what the struggle is everyone struggles and i just think you know being open and honest with your struggles um is kind of what brings everybody together because you know everyone puts up this front like they're perfect and then um and they have it all put together but in reality we don't we all don't we're all flying by the mm-hmm. seat of our you know whatever we're all trying to figure it out as we go so um i think being open and honest about that kind of creates a more open environment where people are less uh afraid and less like crippled by anxiety yeah. where you're freaking at. You don't, if you think everybody's lives... If you were to look at Instagram, that's everybody's highlight reel. You know, that's not their real life. Same with it's Facebook not. is the worst. Yeah. yeah, and so... And it's it's great to have You that. only... You're not going to put a picture of you puking or crying.
2: Yeah. Right? Exactly. And, and yeah. nor should you. I, I think there's no problem... Unless maybe you're getting it on with a girl and it just so happened to happen. And both
1: people can sense it to the, to the picture and the video. And, you know,
0: <laughs> I mean, um, that would be... Yeah. So, uh, uh, that would so, be weird.
2: I was
1: trying to lighten the mood. So, but I think... No, I think I got. I think um, you know. There's no problem with having the highlight reel and everybody having social media. I think there's a lot of great that comes out of social media. Right. But maybe like if there, you know, if there is a downside, it's the fact that um, if that's all, you, if it's the only place your mind is at. Uh, you start to kind of get a, a skewed perception of reality where you think mm. that that's what it's supposed to be. And then you look at yourself and you're like, well, wait, that's not what my reality is. And then you get depressed about it. And, and that's not a good way to look at it. Do either. you
0: ever get like me, though, and be like, you look at your Facebook friend list and you're like, oh, somebody unfriended me. For And it's like,
1: really?
2: That really gets to me. That really bothers me. I don't get over that. Really? Because I, I don't do that to people. I've never defriended someone, like, just out of the blue.
0: You had your wife un- <laughs> unfriend yeah, wait,
2: you. I still don't. I
0: don't, don't put my wife on blast. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't mean to go there. I
1: uh no, I, I don't get that
2: upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> I um. <laughs> I get I get I get cool. down on it. No, we because like we had some problems. with of my recent bipolar disorder? Yeah. I don't blame. We randomly randomly checks my Facebook and stalks my profile and I don't know why. I just was looking at it. It later. said I was married. It said I was married, but it said me and my wife were not friends. Interesting. So I had to grill her like, "Did you defriend me? Cause you're mad at me." Like I can, mm. I'm a big boy. I can take it, but I wasn't gonna take it. Mm-hmm. Mm. She did She said no, but I don't know if I believe her. <laughs> Still, she adamantly said no, and maybe that's the truth. But how would that happen? It's interesting. I, it was, how would that happen? I don't know
0: how that would happen. I think I was just checking your Facebook, checking like a status of yours and or something. And it's like, that. So thank cause you I was just but like. Also don't think doing some detective
2: work
0: right there. I don't know, I don't know how I found, I, yeah, I was like, really it's weird. concerned
2: about my relationship. <laughs> he was worried about his friends. so I appreciate it. It's that. like, okay. It's a, it's a good trait to have. But no, like, in real life, I've lost friends. Do you ever, we're, like, we're like, both. Jared, like, Jared Mearing, Scott Roush, Times, Now We're Cool, Chad Medro. But like, Facebook friend, I had a, I had an issue with, uh, I won't say his name because he'd get really pissed off, but uh, he deleted me like two or three different times. And I actually finally drew up the courage to call him out to his face at our mutual friend's wedding. Like, dude, like, you know, like I was so pissed at him at that point that it was really petty. I was sitting at a seat at the wedding. I went to the bathroom and you, you just started sitting down. I came back. He took my seat, not knowing yeah. that he was sitting there. Mm-hmm. And in front of everybody, I just kind of went off on him. I was like, dude, that's my seat, dude. You know, go sit somewhere else. Like, yeah. at a wedding we're all dressed up so
1: what were you what were you upset about so that he so hold
2: on you? so hold on so later later by the you know by the drinks by the bar i'm like dude you know i'm sorry that i i'm sorry that i caused a scene there but why'd you delete me on facebook man mm-hmm. why'd you leave me on facebook and he's one of those people like oh no big deal man come on you know we're friends like we're, we're cool we're cool i'm like no we're not cool like you can't just keep deleting me whenever you I say something you don't like.
1: Yeah. Do
2: you? So, and now we're friends again. So, okay. I mean, whatever. So, so, is that why
1: he deleted you? Because he said something you didn't like?
2: Yeah. So, there was this girl that's kind of hot. And he liked her. But mm-hmm. he never, you know, he had no chance with her. Okay. And I, I made a sexual comment that she was hot and like. You
0: in sexual comments. You
2: know, yeah, like I this girl. Like, like I think all I said to him was I mean, but we were friends for. Eight years at this point. He had just come over to my house with his friend. Yeah, yeah. And said something about like you know she's got some nice titties, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was all it took. That was all it took. He deleted me for that comment. He had no chance with this girl. Interesting. Do you nice understand guy. what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. I mean, I probably wouldn't. Have like said it he's too. so emotional. I probably like, wouldn't said it. I that probably way. wouldn't have said the the titties thing to begin with. Yeah, but like,
2: but like he was my friend. Like, mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter if you like her. I'm married. You're not with, or I'm, 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 I have a, I have a girlfriend. You're not with this person. You're not even friends with her. He had never met her. He just knew that he liked her because she was cute.
1: So was he upset that you, that you were saying it about her or that you were just, that you
2: were saying something like that? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Probably because he, he liked her. Do you ever. Probably because he liked her. Obviously,
0: I would say, we all kind of have like our own journalistic stuff. So let's all
2: finish it with one cool story like i just told all we have is like a friend that wronged you because that's what darren's talking about so don't change the subject something like that happened to you
3: not like a, really somebody
2: you talked about you don't like people deleting you on facebook so is there any one particular instance that really got to you that you thought was a close friend
0: i mean there's probably been like maybe a girl i like that was like okay i was trying to get like See, it's always a
2: girl, dude. I was it's like, sexual I deal. was always just and like all stems trying to find a
0: backup plan to a wedding and throwing it by this one girl who played basketball at Whitewater. And it was like, you know, as she was talking to a dude and you just had that and just been But she like, wasn't
2: in a relationship. When, I think when she when is now. Her, when you asked her to the
0: wedding. Uh, I was just trying to look for a backup plan.
2: So you're saying because you asked her, she deleted you on Facebook? I have no idea. Is that what you're you? Is that what you think?
0: I have no idea. I don't want to go. I don't know.
2: You don't want to assume.
0: I don't want to assume. assume. I was gonna go it with. Sounds like that. Right? I was gonna go with the question of obviously we're kind of all journalists.
2: you has gotta say his story now. Um, if I've, you
1: want to, yeah. I mean, uh, in regards to the to friends um, or just like whatever you
2: were saying about. Losing friends or losing relationships. Yeah, I've lost a Going lot. More into that.
1: A lot of relationships um, where I thought people. What was would, a
2: particularly bad thing? Yeah. Particularly bad instance.
1: You know, I concrete example. I lost a lot of a lot of people that were close to me, um, due to, due to not being on the same not being on the same page, and them, I guess, not really actually believing in
2: me as their friend as yeah. I thought they did. But it stemmed from the business thing. Uh, somewhat. So it was then, like once and, money got involved You found out how people really were
1: uh, And there wasn't to be honest with you At the time that this thing This had all happened There wasn't a lot of money involved And, and there was uh, a lot of subs, It was substance abuse That a lot of these people got into and, and that may or may not Have been clouding their judgment And at that
2: time You weren't into substance abuse
1: I mean, I don't. I've never drank or smoked in my entire life. Um, oh,
2: Congratulations.
1: Yeah, and I mean, people always say that. Like, congrats! And it's like I, I, you know, I'm not. It's not like a, a pride. Like I'm not doing it for like to say. Right, I, but I mean, like
2: it's. I'm just saying it's it's honorable. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, but
0: could you last 13 years without having one drink? I couldn't.
2: I'm uh, that, that was, I'm that, was that was that was saying. But it's it's honorable. I know it's that, funny. but I was
0: saying that because you know. Who. He said that he had, hadn't drank in, like, 13 Ooh. years. Jason Art.
2: Oh, yeah. Really? Jason Arnt's sober. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot Jason of... Jason Art was a... I don't want to bash the guy, but he was a big drinker, and, you know, a lot of people are in college. He went to Whitewater, just like me, and Tim mm-hmm. Wester, and uh, shout out to Tim Wester, I love you. He's one of our, our writers. Um, Jason, Tim Wester told me that Jason kind of got would get out of control, party and get crazy. Drinking. But he hasn't had a drink for, he said 13 years. That's what
0: I saw on Facebook. I was like,
2: wow. And not only 13 years, but. he's it's a crazy for, number, he's though. For like, he's worked for, like, Milwaukee County Mental Health as a job, like, helping people with mental health, mental illness. He's, like, been on, like, a hotline, like, a suicide hotline, or, like, mm. like a hotline where people are in a dire straits, a crisis hotline, and he's the guy that answers and goes and helps somebody. Well, shut up. Yeah. Like, an alcoholism one. That's really cool.
0: I was. I wanna. So did you,
2: did Darren wanna get into it or no? Just oh well, yeah, just I just or no?
1: Oh absolutely. So it was um, you know, it just it just kind of sucks when you find out how people actually um, think about you. And, it, and right. I guess when you guys were both mentioning, you know, it it hurt. Like you guys get upset when people unfriend you or, or don't want to be friends with you or anymore. Mine. Mine isn't that because I if someone doesn't want to be friends with me I don't want to be friends with them. Mm. What happened in my case was a lot of people pretending that they wanted to be uh, close with me, pretending that they wanted to uh, or believed in the same things that I did. Oh. And, and sort of, and it's the dishonesty that really hurts it. If we're not cool, if we're not, if we don't see eye to eye. We shouldn't hang out every day. That's fine. We don't have to. But right. if you're gonna, when someone kind of lies to your face for months or years and then you find out the truth, it it's a different it, it's like shakes shifts your reality slightly you're like you kind of have to be like oh okay so that wasn't what i thought it was so what
2: actually happened you don't have to name the person
1: well basically i um i had like i again started my company and had had a lot of visions and plans for it with uh, a, a lot of people and and a lot of those people um ba- with my music how i said i talked about my own personal life my own um Personal business endeavors and that kind of stuff, as well as the podcast, is is just me. You know, I just do my thing. We I have a we have a sponsor. I have someone that helps me out with the behind yeah. the scenes. But it's it's uh, when the, when the shit goes live, it goes live, and I just it's just me. It's, it's I, your ass. I, I yeah. book I book the guests. It's your ass. I book the guests. I do the I write the I write the interview. I do the interview. I all that. So um, I thought, and these people all pretended like they wanted the same things, like they believed in the same kind of ideals that I did and uh, come to find out that they were stealing people were. some people were stealing from me not all I don't want to like throw dirt on everybody some people were stealing and some people were just doing just partaking in, in substance abuse while like I was like actually stealing, stealing. money uh, not actual money but like, like merchandise that, me. merchandise that I was selling the
2: time so you're so. trying to do like some detox stuff well we have that. merch yeah so I, egg, some yeah swag. i
1: have some merch and, and that's, that's cool man um, that's really cool and we so, gotta
2: get some podcasts on Shot t-shirts bro why not yeah, dirita right. will show us the light yeah there's there's a lot of uh, opportunities
1: <laughs> for that but basically yeah so it's just you know people uh not seeing eye to eye and creative differences is a big reason people don't stick it out yeah, creative yeah endeavors it. in general but it wasn't that it was more so that I wanted to be there for my, for my friends. And when they, substance abuse got involved, I tried to focus on that and helping them.
2: And, uh. They took advantage of it? Yes. Of your help, of your generosity?
1: Yeah. And I guess my biggest issue was I I was kind of dragging people through it where, like, they weren't putting in the work, they weren't giving any effort, and I was keeping them around because I was like, these are my guys. Like, they're going to do it. And if I would have, had I put my foot down earlier, I may, like, maybe, who knows, maybe I would have still had, uh. Still been okay with these people, but I didn't, and I let it go on too long. And then by the time it, you know, there's a lot of resentment. You're, you you resent them for, because it becomes disrespectful when you. And then it's
2: hard in, to talk to them again.
1: When you put you when know, you've invested you know thousands and thousands years, of dollars of your own
2: ideas, money. And creative creative thought and. Hours. And yeah, and then people
1: brainstorming. Take, people take advantage of it, and then it's it's hard to uh, separate the because uh, at some point it becomes personal, right? Mm. If you yourself put all of it into it. So
0: I was gonna say, I'll throw this question out there also to Ram Track. Do you ever get any people as you're cover if you're po- posting on your Facebook, or Instagram, or Twitter about like maybe you're covering a game or an event and people on you? friend you or unfollow you for those reasons does that annoy
2: you? I got a great story from you Monday talked for like an hour and a half I have a great that's fine I have a great that will be good. It'll be our all-time best because it'll be the longest um, longest equals best um Quantity over quality everybody knows that <laughs> So okay so I was telling Darren earlier we had this press conference on Monday right at Burlington, at Burlington Echo Park. Remember, about so this was the Burlington Coalition for Dismantling Racism. Shout out. My wife, who does great work for them, PR, they just had their biggest victory ever. Out of two years of blood, sweat, and tears, hard work, the president, Darnisha Garbati, like, I mean, she like quit her job. She quit her job to do this grassroots, nonprofit, volunteer organization full-time to make this thing big, and it's finally... Not finally, I don't want to say that. It's big now Mm -hmm. because it's really a horrible, tragic thing. Basically, her daughter brought a toy gun to school Mm -hmm. and got suspended for having a toy gun at her black daughter. She has three black children and three white children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got suspended, toy gun, was held in ISS all day Mm -hmm. thinking she could bring a toy gun to school because somebody else had done it earlier in the year. Yeah. And a white kid in the same school or something like that, a white kid actually brought a real knife and didn't even get disciplined in the same school district. So she sued the school district. This was like three or four years ago, four years ago, 2017. Yeah. The Department of Public Instruction out of Wisconsin, which is like the government, was like the WIAA of schools, right? Mm. Uh, determination voted in her favor. She won. Wow. And it just came out last Friday. It just came out Friday. Huge breaking news. TMJ4 is there. CBS 58, 12. Mm-hmm. Who else? Fox 6. Yeah. You know, we were, we were there, Standard, Burlington Standard Press was there, Racine Journal Times was there, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel was there. And, uh, you know, it was a press conference. It was a great press I mean, it was awesome. You know, like, she's speaking the whole time, Darnisha, mm-hmm. explaining what's going on. The DPI brought down the hammer, bro. They said, hey, Burlington Area School District, you have 30 days to figure your shit out and get rid of your racially hostile environment. That I mean, there's all these instances from the last four years. If you don't like it, ba- you know what I'm saying? We're giving you 30 days. Yeah, that's crazy. And if we aren't satisfied after 30, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's going to happen after 30 days, but. Um, yeah, so get this, get this. So my wife's up on stage filming Darnisha. She's right next to her, right-hand man, right-hand woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds weird. Um I'm there with my son, my baby, because what do you can do with the baby, right? Yeah. We couldn't get a babysitter. I had to drive my wife to the event, so we all went as a family. I sat there and watched. I'm a freelance journalist. I'm not stupid. I'm gonna be at a big event and I'm gonna take video of it. Yeah. I'm gonna do my job. Like for my brand, for Mike Gramcheck, the Mike Gramcheck brand, right? Yeah. Kind of like the Darren Rita brand and the D shot brand. And um <clears throat> so what happens? This guy's going on and on. I mean, I was, now, keep in mind, I was, like, running on low sleep, recently became bipolar again, mm-hmm. back on medicine. So I'm, like, you know, at times I can be a loose cannon. Like, if I, but honestly, if you're messing with my wife, yeah. you know what I mean, and I don't know you, yeah. yeah, I will not hesitate to, you know what I'm saying, take you down yeah. if, if needed. Mm-hmm. So, it's, yeah, I'll, I'm calling you out, buddy. Brian Fliss. Uh, he just lost for a town supervisor by like 20 votes, town of Burlington. Oh, okay. And uh, he's there in the crowd just as a heckler. Because there's actual, you know, so the nature of a press conference, Daniel would know this, only journalists are invited to a press conference. So this guy shows up as kind of a heckler. But he, you know, he lives in town, so you can show up, right? It's a free country, it's a public park. Another guy that just lost an election, Matthew Snorrik. What's up, Matthew? He he lost, they just lost, because it was, the the elections, you know, were a couple weeks, last week, last week. So whatever, I'm not going to fault somebody for losing an election, whatever. (sighs) This actually happened. Um, I decide I want to watch the press conference, so it's a nice day, 50 degrees, my son is walking everywhere. We get on the park, I let him walk in the, walk around. But this guy's going on and on, this heckler, this fliss. And he's interrupting the speaker, Darnisha. He keeps, he keeps going at her, keeps going at her. He brings up the sexual assault. He brings up some alleged sexual assault of his daughter that occurred, whatever, on school, when she was at the school district, when she was a student. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To, like, completely deflect yeah. from the point of what was going on. Yeah. And uh, it was just intense. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't back down. You know what I mean? So I admit this, it was probably a mistake. Because I wasn't there as a journalist. I was just there as a supportive husband, mm-hmm. taking care of my son who needs constant care because he's a baby, yeah. just like any baby. I just, I sensed trouble mm-hmm. because in two previous school board meetings, shit popped off. One of them got borderline violent. With That one you saw in November, mm-hmm. when they it was basically turned into a protest, yeah, yeah. and people got in people's faces and stuff. So. It, Somebody got a, a girl, a woman, Adrian Melby, got her phone knocked out of her hands and was crying to police saying, I'm going to, you can, and they're like, oh, you can file an assault charge if you'd like. Because somebody forcibly hit it out of her hands. So I thought shit was going to pop off. And you're, you know, you're barking at this woman and you're not that far away from her. There's no police security there. There's not a policeman there. Yeah. There's only 15, 20 people there. You could do whatever you wanted to do in theory. Yeah. Um, and they're women. They're all women on stage, and this is a big, huge guy. Yeah, Daniel, turn that off. And um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what what would you do? I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I get out of the car. Mm-hmm. I grab my son.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I walk up to this fucking guy. Got I got and got, got in his face. I'm like, sir and I pretended it was really crazy, Pretend to be a security guard because I'm a big guy. I'm bigger than him, almost. He's fatter than me. <laughs> no offense, buddy. I'm fat too, so I can say it. But uh, I got in this dude's face. I'm just like, dude, you need to be escorted out of the building, sir? Or do you need to be escorted from the premises, sir? He's like, no, what are you talking about? He's filming the whole thing. You know what these trolls do? They film events and then they put it on Facebook so everybody can just slander and defame people's characters. That's what he's filming this this press conference. What does he do? He turns and starts filming me. Yeah. Live, getting in his face, saying, "Do you need to be escorted? Uh, You know, chill out, chill out. Let let her speak." Mm -hmm. He's like, "Don't you put your hands on me? You know, threatening like if you lay a hand on me." And I I can't, I'm like, when did I say I was going to lay a hand on you? Mm -hmm. I just am asking if you need to be escorted out because you're getting out of control, sir. And it was really funny, like, the other heckler that is supposedly, quote, on his side (laughs) actually defended me. He's like, he's just asking you a question. (laughs) (laughs) And that guy was like, of course he he didn't interview with TMJ4. He's like trying to, you know, people try to make a name for themselves in a town. Yeah. Because he's new to town, but uh, so I thought this was over, right? Yeah. I left this guy alone. I'm gonna chill with Roman. Daniel's met Roman, my beautiful son. I thought I could just play with my son and like be a human being and a citizen watching a press conference. He, I don't know what he was doing. He was talking to somebody. I was, I was twenty, I was fifteen feet away from him, but I, I heard, I heard him talking some bullshit to somebody. And I just, I couldn't resist. I made some comment. He heard that it was me, right? He looks at me, he goes, didn't you just get fired from some newspaper or somewhere? I'm holding my one-year-old son in my hand. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of coming at me, but I'm holding a baby. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, that's the level of scum that this, some of these people are in this town. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, what do you say to that? I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I'm just like, uh, yeah, I, uh, okay, that doesn't hurt my feelings, sir. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got. I didn't say it. He didn't need. He didn't. I didn't owe him anything. Yeah. But a couple of years ago, you know, I got fired, and I called you as a full-time sports editor, April Bur- at Burlington. April so a lot of people don't know I actually am not even not even the man, man like they think. Because mm-hmm. the next day they hired me, they're like, "Sorry, we just it was a money money thing. We love you. It's not your performance. You know why companies do that? It's they can make you a freelancer and they don't have to pay you benefits." Yeah, it's the same,
1: same stuff that colleges do with adjunct professors. Over- yeah, it's horrible.
2: It's 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 just shitty thing to do. And I, for a while there, I was doing the same amount of work that I had done as a full time guy. So it was probably borderline illegal, but. Love you, Southern Lakes. Don't stop sending me checks because I still write for him. So, finish up my story. I mean, this guy's going on and on. I'm like, dude, I, can you see that I'm holding my baby? You know what I mean? Yeah. And at one point earlier, he just started filming me. I wasn't even talking. He just started filming me and my son.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And I knew what he was going to do with that video. It's like bro you're filming my one year old boy So I was like can you please turn the camera off I'm I'm with my son right now Are you really just going to do this Mm -hmm. I'm like turn the camera off He kept going I started walking toward him Mm -hmm. I'm not going to assault you in public But I'm holding my baby boy And I know you're going to text this to someone And they're going to put it all over Facebook Mm -hmm. I got in his face I pointed and I said Turn your camera off now I had to, like, act a fool in public, bro. Because yeah, yeah. I didn't feel like I had any other choice. He wasn't going to stop. <laughs> and then, like, I think he finally moved his camera when I was in his face. I walked away, and I'm like, you're a piece of garbage. Yeah. I called him a piece of garbage. Shut up. I called him a piece of garbage. Seriously. Let me finish the story. Um, so... They got sidetracked. Later, like I said, he, he said did you get fired? Blah blah blah. So I don't know. I mean like you're in public right now, call me out. I'm holding my son, my wife's here, media's here. I don't want to get in trouble or anything, but come on, man, you're not just gonna call me out like this. Yeah. He's still going on and on. And I go, <laughs> I go, Daniel would love this. I go, didn't you just have an election or something? Like didn't you just run for something? He's like, Yeah. And I only lost by twenty one votes. And I go. The key word of that sentence was lost. <laughs> Fire shade right there. So this this turns into uh, this turns into seriously this turns into you know long you know long story short we get on the the thing gets over, and he's all like trying to still talk shit to me, and I'm like, dude, I'm not I'm not trying to like come at you. I don't even know you, you know I. You know, I appreciate that you ran for whatever. I'm sure you're great at what you do. But like my wife's up there, dude, and you're doing all this stuff and it's like I'm just trying to protect my wife because I've been at these meetings and violent, you know, crazy shit's broken out. Yeah. yeah. And I I know how it feels because I protested. I know how it feels to be like people coming at you. You know, I don't I I'll never know what it feels like to be black. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh and then he like shook my hand. He puts his hand up. Oh, it's nice to meet you. It's like
3: wow.
2: you were just ripping on my newspaper, saying I'm, I work for this trash paper. You say it right to my face, and I'm holding my son, and you're you're filming me. He's like, "Do I need to? Do I need to text you this video?" Like saying, "Like, how dare I act the way I acted?" Mm-hmm. So I thought we were all good. Yeah. What happens that night? This is what the trolls do. One in the morning. Adrian Melby, I'll call you out, Adrian. We're need, we're gonna stop, we're gonna stop your shenanigans sooner than later. So watch out. This is not a threat. It's 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 reality because you're ruining people's lives. She posts a picture of me and my son on my Facebook post. I did my job and I posted a video. Do you understand? Of the guy being interviewed, like a journalist would, on our Facebook, on my Facebook page. She, dude, and not only in the main commentary section, Daniel, in two other reply comment areas, this psychopath posted four pictures of me and my son. Screenshots from the video that he took on me. Yeah. What was her goal? Saying like, like it was, and it was snide. It was like, are you really going to go act like that in public holding your young baby, holding your young baby son? So what did I do? I banned her. Sorry. Offensive language, harassment, bullying, you're banned. Deleted her comments, you're banned. You can never comment again. That's crossing the line. That's getting personal. Or did I Did I get too offended? I mean, did I completely act inappropriately? Daniel Daniel, first. No. But Take the microphone and talk. Get off your computer. We're, we're doing a professional interview. I know
0: that, but it's like... For one fort one okay, an I hour just ask and forty two. you a question. What?
2: What do you think of that story I just told?
0: Like you were defending yourself. So I mean, you should be From able to. From
2: social media cyberbullying. Yeah, you should be that's able the way to. I took it. That's the way I took it.
0: You should be able to defend yourself. I knew it in front was going to get people.
2: worse before it got better, so I cut the head off the snake and I deleted the picture of me and my son. That's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Now as a journalist. So I broke that on on the podcast, but well, what do you think, Darren?
1: That's uh, I mean, you know, I obviously wasn't there, so I don't know. Um, other than you know, I have your side of the story, and it seems like you know. If oh, somebody, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it's it, the truth. It sounds like if some, you know if someone's like causing a scene like that, and, and you're just trying to and this, but this was
2: like uh, this was months in the making of the Republican sides and the Democrat sides, the anti-racists, the non-racist, the anti-racists and the racists going at each other on social media ever since. All the shit popped off when a fourth grade teacher did a Black Lives Matter lesson without really, a, without approval. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In September, I heard about it. So yeah. it's been a shit show. Burlington's turned into a racist. Everybody thinks we're a racist town. Yeah. So to give you some background.
1: That's yeah, I know it's it's kind of crazy. I, I mean, know. was I out of line? What, I mean, tensions. Well, tensions was are. Was I right. out of line? The you thing know. is, I think I don't think that. What, what do you What do you make of that? I mean, in. For me, pro- this I know this was- needs to be talked about, Daniel. That's yeah. why. I don't don't cut it off, Ross. I'm not
0: cutting it off. We're just kind of running So, sure. And- so
1: my only thing I would say is that I don't think that that you're in the wrong in not wanting someone to post uh, your children online, especially with yeah. like, your consent. That's pretty ridiculous. I, I think maybe, you know, obviously I've... I wasn't there at, in the scenario where things I were shouldn't getting, have got in the guy's face. Oh, well, I think you don't. Know, period. I think it, it stems back from. I could have waited till after and then he, talked he to him. He probably shouldn't have been heckling them. And then maybe, yeah, you probably shouldn't have come up to him. And then again, whoever it was that tried to post a picture of your kid shouldn't have done. Like She actually just, did it. She that's actually what I'm did saying. It. She yeah. didn't try. She did it.
2: So that's what I think. She, but she's done this to a lot of people in town. So I think that that's, you know, I think all around. What they do things. is they screenshot, they bait you into talking back to them. Mm-hmm. On the comments, then they screenshot it, get it on Burlington Buy Sell Trade because she somehow runs that page. I have no idea how, or they get it on every hate group that they have in town, or every white supremacist group. Interesting. Yeah, I said it. So, so sorry, guys. Easy. I'm putting it out on Front Street. It's crazy. It's happened for nine months.
1: Yeah, that's 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 incredibly against this
2: what perceived Black Lives Matter movement, and it's not. It's a grassroots organization, Black the BCDR. It's. Mm-hmm. It's parents. It's community members. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. And guess what? Black Lives do matter. Black Lives Matter is, is a good organization. Sorry.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. I mean, it just sounds like a lot of, I feel like a lot of towns that weren't ready to have these kind of conversations are being forced to, and I think we're just seeing the band-aid get it. Sorry, I had
2: to get real there, guys. No, that's but I had to finish okay. strong. You know, the movie, the ending of the movie's always got to be the best. That's
0: fair. Okay, with that, I guess we got to end this at some point. But um, I want to kind of pull plug. Um, don't forget to listen to episode 16 um, with uh, uh, Tremper, Music Grad, Chris Misch, um, It's up on YouTube, but there'll be one up on Anchor and Google Podcast and Spotify that will have some, uh, some music selections. I think one of them is also a tribute to Fred Sturm. Um, who was um, passed away a couple of years ago um, but was a mentor to Chris as well as Ken Wheely, um, who was another mentor to Chris. Um, so look for that. Um, that will be up before this. I'll hand this to check. do you guys ever need, uh, you
1: guys ever, I don't know, I know I heard a little bit of a snippet of your guys' intro the other day when I was listening.
2: We need a sponsor. We need a sponsor.
1: If you guys ever need a uh, you know, some music or anything you guys want to throw in there you, and, and just ask away if there's any song mine you like on spot it's on Spotify, Apple Music, anything, just let me know, I'll send you guys the
2: file and you guys can use it. We need a sponsor, we need to learn how to make money and maybe you'll help us with that someday. But shout out Darren Rita Emerging Talent in the southeast the southeast Wisconsin area, Wisconsin, Illinois area. Very extremely talented, awesome, bright young man. Doing an awesome podcast. Check it out. Detalk, right? Detalk.
1: You can look Darren Rita up. Just type that into Google and
2: all my stuff will come up. So an emerging artist. He had a totes fire music video that looked really professional, and he's got some great music. Um, but also, shout out, hashtag Panther fam, Wilmot. Hashtag Twin Lakes. Uh, the old Hardys was there. Ben Franklin's store was there back in the day. Um, I really like Twin Lakes a lot, but uh Darren, we're we're so blessed and honored to have you because I knew this was gonna be good, but it turned into something the best thing we ever done. Even though D shot just is a negative person and complains about time. I'm just saying there's some other good ones. Is good. See, he only thinks Whitewater ones are good. My yeah, but the Mike Ramchek one was, was the best one, but I think this is the new best one.
1: Well, I appreciate you guys having me here happy you guys um, wanted to have me on and, and i'm excited uh, to see what comes what i, what I can see uh, this podcast
2: do in the future well thank you darren rita and thank you host daniel shatler 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 for podcasts on dshot please catch us next time goodbye
0: Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Podcasts on Shot. Feel free to give any of the other episodes a listen, as a lot of them have some great, exciting content as well as some great interviews. Don't forget to give my Facebook page a like, Daniel Shotler Journalist, as well as give me a follow on Twitter or Instagram, at DShot1992. Don't forget to subscribe if you're on Google Podcasts or Spotify or Apple Podcasts,
3: wherever you can find this, and hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening and have a good day.